You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Hospice of Acadiana is hosting their Sunny Side Up Breakfast, a positive approach to everyday life, on Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. at Hospice of Acadiana. The speaker will be Angela Morrison, and breakfast is provided by Hub City Diner. It's $10 payable at the door. For more information or to RSVP, please contact Sarah Mary at smdonlin at hospiceacadiana.com. And the Youngsville Lions Club is hosting the annual Gumbo and Chili cook-off on Saturday, January 21st, 2023, from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Youngsville Sports Complex. All-you-can-eat $10 entry fee for adults and children six and under eat free. To enter a team or for more information, you can contact Shannon at YoungsvilleLions at Yahoo.com. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. I'm Jessica Stone. Powerful storms have hit California and have killed at least 19 people so far. The ground can't hold any more water. All of this new rain likely going to be causing more additional flooding here through Monday. We actually have another round getting on Wednesday and Thursday. We are not done. It's just been round after round. Fox weather meteorologist Adam Klotz. More rain is coming midweek. New York City Mayor Eric Adams visited the border in Texas this weekend. He says that migrants being bused to New York and being put in hotels there could cost the city up to $2 billion. New York City says it cannot afford any more with a $2 billion price tag to house the more than 36,000 migrants he has received in the Big Apple since this past spring. Fox's Griff Jenkins is in Eagle Pass, Texas. America is listening to Fox News. the Fox News Rundown. Now a look at sports. Three teams punched their tickets to the NFL's divisional round on Sunday. The Bills beat the Dolphins 34-31. The Giants upset the Vikings 31-24. And the Bengals topped the Ravens 24-17. One more wild card game on Monday night in Tampa. Tom Brady and the Bucks hosting the Cowboys. Former WNBA MVP Jean-Kel Jones is making the short move from the Connecticut Sun to the New York Liberty and a three-way trade that also involves the Dallas wings and the australian open is underway in melbourne the top american seeds number three jessica pagula and number six coco goff picked up straight set wins that's your sports on the fox news rundown tim mcmaster fox news now an update from outkick 360 nfl wildcard weekend was all about the quarterbacks and not the usual suspects Brock Purdy and his perfect performance in the rookie's postseason debut, piloting the 49ers past the Seahawks. Trevor Lawrence turning that embarrassing debut in the first half into a big comeback win over the Chargers. Daniel Jones leading the Giants to the divisional round and setting records along the way. You might think these guys can't keep up this opening weekend playoff pace. But Jimmy G, Jared Goff, Nick Foles, Joe Flacco, all examples of quarterbacks that changed how we perceive them based on a playoff hot streak. 
All of these current first-time playoff quarterbacks can do the same. If you don't buy into perception, how do you feel about Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and Lamar Jackson right now? For the latest NFL coverage, visit OutKick.com and check out OutKick 360 starting at 3 o'clock Eastern. From OutKick 360 and OutKick.com, I'm Jonathan Hutton for the Fox News Rundown. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's Printing and Copying. Hospice of Acadiana is hosting their Sunny Side Up Breakfast, a positive approach to everyday life, on Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. at Hospice of Acadiana. The speaker will be Angela Morrison, and breakfast is provided by Hub City Diner. It's $10 payable at the door. For more information or to RSVP, please contact Sarah Mary at smdonlin at hospiceacadiana.com. And the Youngsville Lions Club is hosting the annual Gumbo and Chili cook-off on Saturday, January 21st, 2023, from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Youngsville Sports Complex. All you can eat, $10 entry fee for adults and children six and under eat free. To enter a team or for more information, you can contact Shannon at YoungsvilleLions at Yahoo.com. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. It's time for your Fox News commentary. To Roy Murdoch. What's on your mind? As America celebrates Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday today, I wonder what he would have thought about a couple of big events over the last two weeks. Democrat Congressman Hakeem Jeffries of New York and Republican Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida both were nominated for House Speaker on multiple ballots the week of January 2nd as Republicans tried to coalesce behind one candidate. Congressman Kevin McCarthy of California was the main Republican contender. He ultimately won on the 15th ballot. Until then, on multiple ballots, Donalds was the candidate of the 20 GOP holdouts who demanded and secured a host of conservative, limited government reforms in exchange for backing McCarthy. This was the first time that a black Democrat and a black Republican competed against each other for Speaker of the House, America's third highest office. While McCarthy beat Jeffries and will be Speaker of the House for the next two years, his main opponent will be House Democrat leader Jeffries, a black man. This also is a first. Throughout this process, House Clerk Cheryl Johnson was more or less acting Speaker of the House. She presided while Republicans and Democrats battled it out in one ballot after another. Johnson is a black woman and was celebrated and embraced across America for her calm, steady, and incredibly even-handed presence throughout seemingly endless dramatic wrangling and late-night votes. Much like the late Queen Elizabeth II, Johnson maintained a poker face throughout these events and never offered a pursed lip, elevated eyebrow, lightly cleared throat, or any other hint as to whom, if anyone, she favored in any of these parliamentary matchups. All the while, Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin recovered in a hospital after suffering a heart attack during a game against the Cincinnati Bengals. From coast to coast, Americans of faith prayed on his behalf. We heathens crossed our fingers. If Dr. Martin Luther King were alive today, on what would have been his 94th birthday, he would survey all of this black success and warmth toward black Americans, smile and say, we have overcome. These examples of black achievement and goodwill by whites towards blacks also demonstrate that the left's relentless moaning about America being consumed by systemic racism is precisely what one would find at the bottom of a stable. I'm DeRoy Murdoch. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com.
KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's Printing and Copying. Hospice of Acadiana is hosting their Sunny Side Up Breakfast, a positive approach to everyday life, on Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. at Hospice of Acadiana. The speaker will be Angela Morrison, and breakfast is provided by Hub City Diner. It's $10 payable at the door. For more information or to RSVP, please contact Sarah Mary at smdonlin at hospiceacadiana.com. And the Youngsville Lions Club is hosting the annual Gumbo and Chili Cook-Off on Saturday, January 21st, 2023, from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Youngsville Sports Complex. All you can eat, $10 entry fee for adults and children six and under eat free. To enter a team or for more information, you can contact Shannon at youngsvillelions at yahoo.com. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpl965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Faith House has been Acadiana's safe haven since 1981 for victims suffering from violent or aggressive behavior in the home. This includes physical, emotional, financial, or sexual violence. We provide shelter, safety, advocacy, and resources to survivors and their children to empower them to break the cycle of abuse. Domestic violence affects one in three women and one in four men in their lifetime. In 2016, Faith House opened the Family Justice Center located downtown Lafayette, which houses law enforcement, prosecutors, civil legal services, and advocates under one roof to expedite the response time to domestic violence and reduce homicide rates. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance, please call our crisis line at 888-411-1333 to speak to an advocate. If you would like to support our mission, Find us on Facebook under Faith House Acadiana or our website, faithhouseacadiana.com. On behalf of the survivors and children we serve, thank you for 39 years of care for those hurting in our community. Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to the Moon Graffon Show podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at kpl965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Even Democrats want more answers from President Biden. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. After even more classified documents are found over the weekend that a Biden Delaware residence, Congressman Adam Schiff tells ABC's This Week. Uh, I'd like to know what these documents were. I'd like to know what the IC's assessment is. Referencing an ongoing investigation into those and other documents found in the House and in an old Biden office in Washington from his days as vice president. Here's Fox's Alexandria Hoff. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced last week Robert Hur has been appointed special counsel to investigate investigate the documents. House Republicans want to know why these discoveries took so long to come out publicly. Once again, who has had access to them? After the general counsel was appointed, we still find out that that President Biden's personal attorneys are still rummaging around what essentially would be a crime scene, trying to find information uh, to turn over. So you know, this whole process has been handled poorly. That's House Oversight Committee Chairman Republican James Comer. He wants a visitor's log to the Biden home as part of their investigation. Now, President Biden will attend a breakfast to honor the late Martin Luther King Jr. on this holiday, honoring him. The day after going to Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta to pay tribute to the civil rights leader. May God bless you all and let's go find the light. We can do this. Rescue crews in Nepal have found the black boxes from a plane crash. The cockpit voice and data recorders. Fox's Jonathan Savage. 
There were 72 people on board the Yeti Airlines flight from Kathmandu to Pokhara when it crashed shortly before landing. It's Nepal's worst air disaster in 30 years. Police, military personnel and Red Cross staff still searching for bodies. So far, 68 of the 72 have been found. There are no confirmed reports of any survivors and no word what caused the plane to go down and crash. A mafia boss who'd been on the run is a fugitive for 30 years in Italy captured in Sicily. Matteo Messina Denaro was already convicted in absentia in dozens of murders and faces life in prison. America's listening to Fox News. I've had COVID. Me too. But I didn't know you could get it again. What? And if you're 50 or older. Or have a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. Getting COVID again could get really serious, even deadly. That's why getting an updated COVID vaccine is so important. COVID isn't going away anytime soon, but I can lower my risk. And I'm up for that. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. <laughs> the way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams went to the border over the weekend, upset with all the buses full of migrants who came to the U.S. illegally being sent to his city in recent months by Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott. And while Adams has been critical of Abbott, the mayor also, while in El Paso, called for more federal response to help his city and others like Chicago and Washington, where migrants were also sent. I believe that we must appoint a FEMA leader that is going to come in and look at this and coordinate our response. House Republicans keep blaming Biden border policies for the record surge of illegal crossings, and they want to oust the head of Homeland Security. Texas Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez spoke about DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on Fox News Sunday. The House of Representatives is no doubt going to start impeachment articles, and where that takes us, uh, only the truth will lead us there. While Gonzalez says he will wait and see what any hearings reveal, other Republicans are saying their minds are made up. And Mayorkas has to go. Arizona freshman representative Juan Siscomani on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas has utterly failed at his job. He's been asleep at the wheel and has not been held accountable. And that is a big, big problem. Speaker Kevin McCarthy has promised hearings concerning the border issue. Kevin Uretsky. Fox News. On Sunday night football in the NFL playoffs, a broken record. Right around Hundley, he reaches, throws that ball's out, that's live! Back the other way, Sam Hubbard! The Cincinnati kid! Hubbard's got a convoy! Chased by Andrews! At the 30, the 20, he will score! Sam Hubbard's 98-yard touchdown was the longest fumble return in postseason history and a game winner, breaking a tie in the fourth quarter. The Cincinnati Bengals hung on to beat the Baltimore Ravens 24-17 on NBC earlier. The New York Giants and the Buffalo Bills won to advance in the playoffs. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
Capel covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Hospice of Acadiana is hosting their Sunny Side Up Breakfast, a positive approach to everyday life, on Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. at Hospice of Acadiana. The speaker will be Angela Morrison, and breakfast is provided by Hub City Diner. It's $10 payable at the door. For more information or to RSVP, please contact Sarah Mary at smdonlin at hospiceacadiana.com. And the Youngsville Lions Club is hosting the annual Gumbo and Chili Cook-Off on Saturday, January 21st, 2023 from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Youngsville Sports Complex. All you can eat, $10 entry fee for adults and children six and under eat free. To enter a team or for more information, you can contact Shannon at youngsvillelions at yahoo.com. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel 965.com Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 62 degrees under partly cloudy conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como taking a look at our top stories today, early this morning in Lafayette. State police now investigating after shooting in a chase led to one person being hospitalized. The incident began shortly after midnight when Lafayette police responded to shots fired in the 100 block of Gilbo Road and noticed a vehicle speeding. Authorities say the two people inside refused to stop for the officers who followed them to the 400 block of Maryland Street where the two suspects jumped out and tried to get away on foot. Canine officers were able to catch one of the suspects, which police say resulted in an officer-involved shooting and LPD asking for state police to investigate. One victim was found in the area where everything began and is currently listed in stable condition for a single gunshot wound. If you have any information about the case, contact Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Speed cameras are coming to New Iberia school zones. The city has contracted with Blue Line Solutions to collect data on where the most speeding infractions occur. Once that has been determined, the cameras will be installed and become operational. That's expected to take six to eight months. Lafayette police have charged Corey Etienne with second-degree murder and the death of Megan Goins. Goins' body was discovered in her car last week on Stagecoach Road. Authorities say Etienne has an extensive criminal history and was arrested for three counts of first-degree murder back in 2020. Vermilion Parish deputies have arrested Tyrell Gorgon of Rain in connection with an armed robbery that was reported early Saturday morning at a convenience store in Abbeville. VPSO says Gorgon is also a suspect in a recent armed robbery in Lafayette Parish. State police say Stacy Bork of Rain was killed when the UTV, the UTV he was driving on uh, Riceland Road near Ridge Road was struck by a car about 1.30 Sunday morning. The driver of the car was taken to a hospital for treatment of minor injuries. The crash remains under investigation. The price of crawfish. Your state's, I mean, the state's favorite crustacean, it's not immune to inflation, and you should expect to pay $2 a pound more than last year. Brooke Thornton has more on an app that tracks the prices. It's high. There's no denying it. Lanny King is co-founder of the Crawfish app, which tracks prices of mud bugs and can also tell you who has the best price in your area. She says the retailers aren't to blame for the higher prices. When the bait prices double, the fuel increases, these farmers are incurring extra costs this year and it just trickles down to the crawfish consumers. But she believes prices will drop after Mardi Gras and when temperatures warm up. We'll get a little relief here, I think, in the next two or three weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Rates of COVID-19 cases and deaths surge among nursing home residents and staff nationwide, including here in Louisiana. 
because most residents and staff are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccinations. That's according to Director of Advocacy for the AARP, Andrew Moll. About 46.8% of nursing home residents and only 15% of staff were up to date on their vaccination. And that includes the booster. According to AARP's nursing home COVID-19 dashboard, cases among residents nationwide increased 57% towards the end of December. In Louisiana, resident cases went from 460 to just over 1,000, while staff cases went up from 245 to 533 during the same period. Moll says it's unfortunate. We've seen thousands upon thousands of residents and staff of nursing homes die due to COVID. And this is an issue that will not go away, especially if folks are not getting vaccinated and staying safe. Nursing home deaths nationwide increased by 14% during the end of December. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 3,626 nursing home residents have died from the virus and 13 more died at the end of December. Mall says they'll continue to advocate for better safety measures. We're going to continue to urge the CMS to take whatever steps they need to take to increase those vaccination rates. Um, We think more action is necessary, and we're going to continue to build upon the steps that they've been taking. In the world of politics, there are now four announced candidates running for Louisiana governor this fall. Slidell State Senator Sharon Hewitt officially entered the race Friday, joining AG Jeff Landry, Treasurer John Schroeder, and Lake Charles Attorney Hunter Lundy. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonette. The race is starting to take shape. It's not finished. It will evolve, and more candidates will get in. Some of these will get out. So it's a typical Louisiana race. Attorney General Jeff Landry leads those candidates in fundraising for the race. His campaign reports over $5 million cash on hand, with well over a million in political action committee money, plus the backing and resources of the state Republican Party. Pinsonette says it was a brilliant strategy, and fellow candidates are now forced to try to catch up. He outflanked his, his Republican potential opponents and now has a ATM machine sitting there where he can get literally unlimited cash to run for governor. At this point, Pinsonette gives Landry a clear advantage in the race. He says perhaps Congressman Garrett Graves could be a formidable challenge, but has doubts Graves will run. So far, there are no declared Democrat candidates. Pinsonette says the party of the left is running behind at this time. They should try to find a candidate, and they should try to be competitive, but trying to be competitive and actually being competitive in Louisiana is two different worlds. Democrat DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson may run, as may New Orleans Councilwoman Helena Moreno and State Democratic Party Chair Katie Bernhardt, but so far none have made it official. Well, today, millions of Americans will pause to honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is a federal holiday, which means many government offices and schools will be closed. The post office will also be closed, as will many banks and many as many cities and communities across the region host MLK Day ceremonies, celebrations and parades. Organizers of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival have announced their lineup for later this spring. The complete list of performers is available on our app. Jazz Fest kicks off on April 28th and will run through May 7th. You can find tickets and more at nojazzfest.com. Well, there was a Mega Millions lottery winner over the weekend. A single ticket sold in Maine matched the numbers needed to claim the $1.35 billion jackpot. Tonight's Powerball is an estimated $416 million. That drawing will be held at 10 p.m. tonight. Residents of Rain might notice some discoloration in their drinking water over the next few days. A city contractor is troubleshooting the issue. City officials say despite the discoloration of water, the water is safe to drink 
and use as needed. And in the world of sports, former Saints coach Sean Payton will interview with teams this week as he decides whether he wants to return to coaching. Payton is still under contract with the Saints, and so if a team hires him, they'll have to send draft picks to New Orleans. See, general manager Mickey Loomis says they wish the best for Payton, but they'll also want to be well compensated. He gave everything that he could possibly give to the New Orleans Saints and took us to heights that, uh, you know, the, the organization, the team never achieved before. So I absolutely want the best for him. But I also recognize that there's, he's a valuable asset. You know, his contract uh, is a valuable asset to our club, and, and it's our duty to maximize that. Four teams have received permission to speak with Peyton, the Broncos, Cardinals, Texans, and the Panthers. The Saints are coming off a 7-10 and campaign and a second straight non-playoff appearance. But Loomis says he has no plans to tear down the roster and build it back up. I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. We have we have a, a really good defense with a lot of young core players on defense. You know, we have some some really good offensive players. And, and yeah, we got holes. We do. But I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that in my mind. Injuries have been a big problem for the Saints for two years in a row. Loomis says they're looking into it. You had a bunch of rib injuries this year, for example, that, ah, a, you know, that doesn't happen with this frequency. You know, we've had some foot injuries that more frequent than we've had in the past. So, yeah, we, we have to look at and say, hey, is there anything that, about these injuries that are common that we can prevent? Um, on the other hand, we've had, you know, fewer knee, inju- knee injuries. Well, the playoff Cincinnati used a 98-yard fumble recovery to down Baltimore in their NFL wildcard game last night. The Joe, Joe Burrow-led Bengals down the Ravens 24-17. to The Bengals will face the Bills in Buffalo next Sunday. The Bills downed Miami 34-31 to in their opening playoff game. The NFL's Super Wildcard Weekend is in the books with the exception of one game, tonight's NFC Wildcard matchup between Dallas and Tampa Bay. The winner of that game will advance to face San Francisco next Sunday. The Eagles host the Giants on the other side of the NFC bracket. That game will be played on Saturday. And we mentioned MLK Day. Well, the NBA has a host of afternoon games on its schedule today as part of the holiday. Action tips off at noon Central Time as Boston faces Charlotte. Houston closes the day closes out the day at the Los Angeles Lakers tonight at 9.30. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Pelicans will be on the road to face Cleveland. That game tips off at 2. In high school basketball, the Calcasieu Parish School Board and the LHSA are looking into a fight that happened on Friday night during the Washington Marion Eunice High School basketball game. The Calcasieu Parish School Board released a statement saying there is no place for violence in schools or at sporting events, and they are cooperating fully with investigators. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today, which occasionally is going to be giving way to some light passing showers. We'll go with about a 40% chance for a little bit of rainfall out there. Nothing that's going to have a major impact on your day. Just a little bit of nuisance rain from time to time. Patchy sunshine possible later in the afternoon and evening. Temperatures are going to stay at about 75 degrees here for the high today. And lows tonight going to be in the mid-60s. Upper 70s for tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Fairly warm for the first half of the work week. Showers and thunderstorms going to be returning to the area on Wednesday. The occasional strong thunderstorm going to be possible as well. And need to be on the lookout maybe for an isolated case of some severe weather again. That will be for Wednesday. Slightly cooler back behind it. Still going to be a little bit warmer than average, though, as we head into the weekend. Another round of showers expected Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 
News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so there are no crashes or breakdowns to report at this time. There are no school zones in effect this morning as well as today is Martin Luther King uh, holiday. But we do want to make you aware of some daytime construction that is coming up on I-10 and St. Martin Parish. So coming up at 7 o'clock this morning, you've got some daytime construction where they will have a slow-moving operation happening on the inside and outside lanes of I-10 westbound and eastbound from mile marker 108, that's one mile before Bro Bridge exit, to mile marker 115, that is the Cecilia Henderson exit, as workers will be installing rumble strips throughout the day today. This will last today, tomorrow, and Wednesday from 7 a.m. until 5.30 p.m., weather permitting. So keep in mind the construction activity, it will be performed in one travel lane at a time, which you can't expect some delays when that happens. So please be mindful of it. E.com. It's coming up now on 621 on Acadiana's Morning News. Good morning, everyone. Monday morning has rolled around again. A holiday for a lot of folks today. Martin Luther King Jr. Day and a day of service for a lot of people who will be volunteering their time all across Acadiana today. So if you're off today but you still woke up and you're hanging out with us, we understand. Yeah, because we all got to get our news before we get up and go for the day today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so wanted to talk about a couple of different things. So in the weather forecast, Daniel was talking a little bit about this, and you and I were talking about it uh-huh. for a brief bit, too, yes. uh-huh. which is what is going to happen with the weather this week. So it seems like a little bit of late Wednesday mm. um, into the evening, and then the overnight hours is when we're going to get our best chance of rain for this week and we could see you know kind of just higher winds that kind of thing and then the changes will be for this next weekend Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of interesting so 64 for friday 59 for saturday and 60 for sunday then monday it'll be 64 again so it's kind of like this week we'll do our sinuses where it's kind of stuffy for (laughs) three days ish Uh, and then it starts to go down again so Mm -hmm. if you don't like the cooler weather you're going to kind of be bummed out by the weekend. But, you know, rest assured that I'm sure it's going to change back and forth again. Yeah. You know, for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really has, except for those that two-week span of time during Christmas. Right. And right before Christmas, uh, when it stayed extra chilly. I was like, okay. Chilly. Well, that's interesting. Very like, cold. Freezing cold. Ah, that was good, though. It was I liked nice. It. I liked it, too, Bernie. Um, it, uh, you know, like... It looks like it's definitely trending to be a warmer winter mm-hmm. um, than, I mean, we say that kind of every year almost, but it's like ever since we had that real hard freeze a couple of years ago where mm-hmm. it was, you know, like in the teens, but it was also raining. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, it's almost like when hurricane season hits and I'm kind of like apprehensive, like just waiting for it to happen again. Mm-hmm. But we don't get that often. <laughs> the reality is, and with that cold blast we had, that was nice because there was no rain that came with it. I know. That's what makes it so bad is when you've got the mm. the showers that might go along with it or even light, you know, yeah. little things where the road could freeze. At least we didn't have to deal with that this year. Mm-hmm. But seeing as how, okay, so it's about a month away from, uh, from Mardi Gras. Yes. So I'm guessing at some point mm-hmm. we're going to have one of those couple of days where it's going to get really cold again. Yes. 
let's just hope. Fingers crossed. Not on Mardi Gras, yeah. Not on Mardi (laughs) Gras and not where it's so cold and there's a little bit of precipitation to ice over roadways. Let's hope that never happens again. Yes. Oh, man, those are miserable days for everybody. It is. It is, especially when it happens on Mardi Gras. Yeah. You know, because it's always kind of a bummer when it does decide to rain on Mardi Gras or it's like miserable cold and something like that. It's always nice whenever you got the beautiful weather on Mardi Gras Day and you got all the parades rolling and people are just in a good mood and, mm-hmm. and the weather's perfect at that time. Um, that's always a great thing. So I hope we get that again this year. You know, and especially whenever you like end up inviting your friends to come down for Mardi Gras. Yes. And then it's miserable yeah. and it just is so much less of an experience. So uh, we, me and my brother went to Houston a few months ago to see a, a Houston Texans game and just like a little getaway. And the owner of a pizza place there, um, we got to talking and he was, I said, have you ever been out to Lafayette? And he was like, no, I've just passed through. But he said, I really want to go to Mardi Gras in Lafayette. And I said, well, you picked a good place. And because he said, yeah, he said, you know, nothing against New Orleans, but he said, I don't want to go for like the wild stuff. He's like, (laughs) you know, he's like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a dad, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a family guy. I want to go to some family friendly Mardi Gras. He said, I've heard Lafayette is good. I said, well, we are. I said, yeah. Lafayette, Youngsville, the surrounding uh, municipalities and cities, you can pick pretty much any of them and you're going to have a good time. Yeah. And the way that we kind of stretch it out and, you know, okay, this, uh, you know, town has theirs mm-hmm. on Saturday and yeah. somebody has something on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's great. And then if you're in Lafayette and decide to stay in Lafayette, you've got the festival that yeah. happens over there too. Mm-hmm. So if you got, you know, Little kid, well, even teenagers, yeah, they can be distracted by all of that and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. plus there's lots of music for the adults. So. Yeah, well, that's neat. Hopefully, he decides to come and spend his money over here. Yeah, yeah. Now you went to the Youngsville Mardi Gras Festival last year, right? Yeah, that parade was a parade. A excuse me. I'm where that one is uh, going to be in our area. Obviously, we're living in Youngsville now, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to go and see what that one's about. It's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. It's very family friendly too. Kind of like um, it reminds me of everything. In Lafayette, Mm -hmm. Um, you do have some more people that like walk along, you know, kind of dressed up in costume and Mm -hmm. um, with some of the floats. And so it's barricaded. So it's safe. You know, it just feels really nice and very safe over there, too. Um, I've heard Karen Crow is great. It's been a couple of years since I've been Mm -hmm. out to Karen Crow for their parade. But I've heard that it gets just um, not crazy. (laughs) But it does get a little wild because, I mean, it's one parade, so you got to just throw it all in there, you know? (laughs) Why are you giggling so hard, Because I've seen photos and videos come out of the Karenko parade. (laughs) And I grew up in Karenko, too, by the Uh way, buddy. So, yeah, yeah, I I know some of the stories. Yeah, okay. Uh (laughs) Brandon's like, "Uh, I have nothing to say on this, (laughs) nothing to share about this. Oh, keep those stories off the air. Yes. Um, for those who are wondering about the Mega Millions, mm-hmm. man, hey, there were 27 people <laughs> okay. across the country yeah. that did have a ticket worth $20,000. Yeah, okay. And somebody in Louisiana had a $20,000 ticket. Nice. Yeah. Was there um, someone in this area? Didn't no, say? it was in North Louisiana. Oh, it was North in Louisiana. Bastrop. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. So, but hey, can you imagine though? 20000 bucks sounds like a nice way to have a little bit of a weekend. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, you have a nice weekend. <laughs> Apparently, throw your own Mardi Gras parade, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one, you know, one year of beads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's about you it, go. you know. Uh-huh. Uh, it was sold at the Crossette Road U Packet Station. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Good for them. Uh, if they're smart, they'll put up a sign that says lottery winner here. Yeah, no Still kidding. have to put how much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's kind of been news-wise, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much sort of a lot of different things occurring over the weekend yeah. into this morning. So we'll talk a little bit more about the headlines, uh, maybe a little further in depth later on in the morning. We'll be uh, having, of course, our trivia questions this morning, our topic train, and Chris Babin with Better Business Bureau. So a whole lot still to come on Acadiana's Morning News for Monday morning. All right, everybody, wake up. Get you some coffee. Let's do this. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPL broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. State police are now investigating after a shooting and a chase early this morning led to one person being hospitalized. The incident began shortly after midnight when Lafayette Police note responded to shots fired in the orange block of Gilbo Road and noticed a vehicle speeding. Authorities say the two people inside refused to stop for the officers who followed them to the 400 block of Maryland Street where the two suspects jumped out and tried to get away on foot. Canine officers were able to catch one of the suspects, which police say resulted in an officer-involved shooting and LPD asking for state police to investigate. One victim was found in the area where everything began and is currently listed in stable condition for a single gunshot wound. If you have any information about the case, contact Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Speed cameras are coming to New Iberia school zones. The city has contracted with Blue Line Solutions to collect data on where the most speeding infractions occur. Once that has been determined, the cameras will be installed and become operational. That's expected to take six to eight months. If you're planning a crawfish boil or two this winter and early spring, you might want to budget a little extra money to pay for it. An app that tracks crawfish prices across the state is suggesting that crawfish prices are about $2 a pound more this year compared to last year. But prices are forecast to drop the deeper we get into the season. There was a Mega Millions lottery winner over the weekend. A single ticket sold in Maine matched the numbers needed to claim the $1.35 billion jackpot. Tonight's Powerball is an estimated $416 million. That drawing will be held at 10 p.m. tonight. And today, millions of Americans will pause to honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is a federal holiday, which means many government offices and schools will be closed. The post office will also be closed, as will many banks as many cities and communities across the region host MLK Day ceremonies, celebrations, and parades. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today, which occasionally is going to be giving way to some light passing showers. We'll go with about a 40% chance for a little bit of rainfall out there. Nothing that's going to have a major impact on your day. Just a little bit of nuisance rain from time to time. Patchy sunshine possible later in the afternoon and evening. Temperatures are going to stay at about 75 degrees here for the high today. And lows tonight going to be in the mid-60s. Upper 70s for tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Fairly warm for the first half of the work week. 
week. Showers and thunderstorms going to be returning to the area on Wednesday. The occasional strong thunderstorm going to be possible as well. And need to be on the lookout maybe for an isolated case of some severe weather again. That will be for Wednesday. Slightly cooler back behind it. Still going to be a little bit warmer than average, though, as we head into the weekend. Another round of showers expected Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways right now. Uh, we do not have any crash or breakdowns to report. School zones are not in effect this morning because of MLK Day. But we do want to remind you once again, there is some daytime construction coming up in about 25 minutes on I-10. Uh, this is going to be both westbound and eastbound from mile marker 108. That's one mile before the Brobridge exit to mile marker 115. That is the Cecilia Henderson exit. As DOTD workers will be installing rumble strips today. It's going to be today, tomorrow, and Wednesday from 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. weather permitting. So please be mindful of that. Don't let it catch you off guard. And uh, try to avoid that area if you can. It's coming up now at 638 on Acadiana's Morning News. The Killer Bees with you on this Monday morning. All right, everybody, let's wake up. We've got a new day to tackle. Got to get in on some discussion points and talk about stuff. All right, so we're going to kick it off with uh, some of the news items from today and this past weekend because uh, it's been very uh, active in terms of different things going on. So earlier this morning at around 1220-ish or so, um, there was shots fired at least that's what people thought they heard that sound mm-hmm. so they called 911 um according to the Lafayette Police Department uh they had some officers sent out there to check out what was going on right that's when they say they saw a vehicle that was actually speeding down the roadway they gave chase uh when that vehicle uh entered around the area of Maryland Drive mm-hmm. Two people inside then bailed out of the car. Uh, one person was chased on foot. There was some sort of shooting incident that occurred. Mm-hmm. Uh, the officer hitting someone. That person was taken to a local hospital. Non-life-threatening injury. So the investigation will continue with the circumstance. So they'll have a an investigation into the shooting and what happened with the shots fired. Mm-hmm. So anybody who might know anything about that happening this morning around 1220 or so, um, oh, apparently officers in that area are the ones that heard shots. Yes. Excuse me. Um, I'm just looking at other paperwork. So mm-hmm. there will be an investigation into that yes. and what was going on. So if anybody knows anything, having to see anything, if you're out at that time or whatever, that's a thing where you call Lafayette Crime Stoppers. And then Louisiana State Police um, were asked by the Lafayette Police Department to investigate the officer-involved shooting. Which, of course, is standard. So, yep, that's standard procedure anytime that happens. Mm-hmm. So as far as what happens, ultimately... Um, anywho, so mm-hmm. that's kind of where that situation is. Yeah, and you have the one person that was hospitalized that was at the original scene where it all began. Mm-hmm. So that person's in the hospital in stable condition. 
Um, yeah, there's that victim too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then of course you know they try the, the officers try to do the traffic stop, and the yeah, two person. suspects keep on oh. going. Yeah, and then they jump out the car, and the canines catch them, mm-hmm. and then that leads to the part where we've got the officer involved shooting. So yeah, yep. So ultimately, as far as what happens with that, mm-hmm. Louisiana State Police will investigate that part. Yeah. Um, and then you know the shots being heard where that might have come from. Mm-hmm. Um, none of that information has been released. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody does know anything, uh, they would be, you know, of course, asked to make sure that they share that information with Crime Stoppers. And it's a thing you can do anonymously. So yeah. you don't even have to, you know, say who you are. I hate to say it, Bernie, but since we're stopping on news, it's been a violent and Deadly start to the year mm-hmm. because, okay, so you got the shootings. You have the shooting um, with Megan Goins mm-hmm. um, that we've talked about uh, in uh, Doosan. And then you've got um, the fentanyl case that came out of Doosan uh, going mm-hmm. into the weekend as well. We had a couple people uh, die from, uh, they said fentanyl overdoses, mm-hmm. you know, you could say overdose poisoning, whichever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've got on the roadways, you've got people mm-hmm. that have been dying uh, in many crashes that are being investigated by Troop I in the early goings this year. I know it is um, quite a terrible start yeah. uh, to the new year with mm-hmm. all of these things that have been happening. You know, one thing that Louisiana State Police wants to stress again mm-hmm. is to remind people off-road vehicles are entitled and named that way because they're meant to be off-road. They're not meant to be on streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was that tragedy that happened with uh, a crash on a highway by Riceland. And so, you know, that situation is is just a te- another terrible, yeah. terrible thing yeah. uh, that ended up happening this weekend. Um, because, you know, you you may think, oh, okay, well, this is like an ATV or it's a it's a bigger utility vehicle side by side or something. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that anybody can really see you yeah. if you do get out on the roadway. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of um, of how fast you may go be going, or if there is someone behind you in traffic, um, you just you know it's not a not a safe thing to do. Yeah. Um, you know, it is fun to to ride is when you're out like in the big fields, yeah, in the country. That's a blast when you can ride out there. But, yeah, mm-hmm. man, you got to stay off the road with that. That's why they're called off-road. Yeah, exactly. Like, stay off the road. Yeah. No matter what you think is is going on, you're like, oh, no, it's safe or whatever. You just can't. You really can't take mm-hmm. that particular chance. Yeah. Um, all right. So crawfish season. Mm-hmm. So. It's bad. It's bad right now. Cool. Um Early prices are pretty uh, Ridiculous. pretty high. Yeah, okay. I was talking so, to someone yesterday. I'm sorry, you go ahead first. No, no, that's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Have y'all tried to go out and have some crawfish? Yeah, well, we were looking. At, like, we weren't even really thinking about it. And then we mm. passed by and saw that it was like eight something a pound. It was mm-hmm. like, nope, not You're now. Like, no, I'll just wait a little bit no. longer for that. Yeah. You know, everything costing a little bit more means, yeah. you know, everything else that you're trying to harvest. Yeah. And getting that to tables can be just as bad where that is concerned. Right. Um, you know, whether it's labor costs, whether whether it's, you know, gas prices. Sure, gas prices are down, mm-hmm. but two sixty three for a gallon of gas still. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but that's pretty tough for my budget. What well, adds up? Yes. I mean it it's still see, like, okay, you know, they being in, you know, power would want mm-hmm. us to be adjusted to our oh, two two sixty three, oh, that's cheap. 
No, that's still no, pretty expensive not. compared <laughs> to a few years ago when it was a lot less, when it was lower than $2 a gallon. Yeah. it's it's It gets pretty expensive to fill up the vehicle. I hate when that becomes our new normal. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yeah, sure. Okay, that's great if you make a lot of money. Yeah. But if you're just the everyday average kind of person that listens to KPL, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're like, man, that's that's painful. Yeah. Especially if you have a delivery component that's part oh, of your yeah. business. Yeah. You know, um, I immediately I think of like people who have to deliver flowers mm-hmm. or um, and then if you are trying to make a living with one of the services right. that are provided when you're trying to get that food to whoever has ordered it, mm-hmm. you just better hope, I guess, that you get a good tip yeah. to kind of offset. I often wonder yeah. how folks like that are able to make a living mm. with the cost of gas. Right. You know, uh, is it something like do they have to wait for a bigger order? You know, because they're thinking maybe I'll get a bigger tip this way and I'm going to have to go and fill my tank up. Or um, I wonder if it's worth it for most of those folks. Yeah. And do they have tips and tricks that they use mm-hmm. to try to get as many deliveries in as possible per hour mm-hmm. so they can make some money? There was one case where, um, like, uh, it was a driver. I don't remember, like, the company or whatever. Um they were coming to uh, to to pick someone up, and mm-hmm. it was going to be like a two hour, three hour trip mm-hmm. to take them on. And they literally turned them down because they said it was just too long of a trip to take. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the gas purposes and stuff, they'd rather stay local and just drive in the local area. So then they ended yeah. up getting another. I don't know if it was Uber, but another driver. Um, to come pick them up. But mm-hmm. Yeah, just crazy. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you never know who you're going to get in your yeah. vehicle. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful, <laughs> to say the least. Okay, so for those who are willing to pay the prices mm-hmm. for crawfish, mm-hmm. look, I just got a picture from somebody. Okay. Oh, it looks pretty. Uh-huh. Ooh, I'm kind of jealous of them. Okay. They yeah. got some good ones? Ooh, yeah, that looks good. Because the ones we saw were too small and too expensive. I'm like, that's not worth paying like, now, so I'll I'm glad wait. for them. Yeah. Ooh, that looks like a good picture. All right, I wonder where this person went to. I can't see if it's, like, in the background. No, I can't see where it is. Now, Bernie, Shame on me. When when you eat a crawfish, do you just, you know, like, you you just you know, take the tail and go? Yep, that's it. You don't look for the claws? Um, so most of the time mm-hmm. I can't open them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's the problem. Now, if I'm with certain people that are like, I love the claw meat, yeah. I'll just set them aside. Like my family, my yeah. sister's family, mm-hmm. everybody, they all eat the claws. So yeah. my claws never go to waste. Yeah. Cause as much as I love what, thank you for that. Cause as much as I love <laughs> the tails, the sweetness of the, the the meat in the claws. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It is, man. It is. And so I guess I could go into it having one of those smaller hammers. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do next yeah. time. Well, yes. maybe so. Ooh, Brandon, this got me thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, my family's going to be upset with me now. Like, <laughs> uh, no, for me. What? <laughs> yeah, he's going to sit at the table. Bam. <laughs> and it's like, I will test them. Because uh-huh. some of them are easy to open. And yeah, yes. man, that is the sweetest. Oh. <laughs> Man, when you get like a good big claw and it's just like this, the, mm. the sweetness and all the, oh, it's just the juice and so good. Oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's a home run all the way. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now that it is making me hungry for crawfish. <laughs> yes. Now I'm like, where can I get some? Yeah. We're going to find the best price. I just always tell myself to wait until February. I know. 
you know, I, you know I, and look, and if especially like if it's your birthday, yeah. you got a big gathering. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that that's all part of the experience, too. Right. Is being able to kind of be with your family, mm-hmm. whether you have somebody else cook it yeah. or you're doing it like at, at a relative's home or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, they're high. The prices just early on are a little bit higher than we would normally anticipate, though. But yeah. that's all right. I mean, eventually it'll get down, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, $2 higher, though. That's significant. That's painful. That is. I was just trying to say it nice-like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yes. If anybody wants me to go with them to eat crawfish, you're paying. Yeah. <laughs> or you might have to take out a small loan. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's coming up now on 649 on Acadiana's Morning News. More to come on the show. Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPEL. Depend on it. As employers to get employees back to the office, some remote workers are using tricks to appear to be working from home when they aren't. But the employers are wising up. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at LinkedIn.com slash Kim. The Wall Street Journal featured work-from-home employees using their real names, showing the tricks that they use to fool their employers. As employers monitor work-from-home computers, the employees are using mouse jigglers to make the computer seem active when no one's really touching it. Others run long PowerPoint programs to appear to be making a presentation when they're really making the bed. But in Canada, a work-from-home accountant, Carly Bessnard, she claimed her employers owed her five grand in unpaid wages and severance. But the firm had been monitoring her computer, and now she must pay back $2,500 for the time, just simply goofing off. Give my longer daily podcast a try. It's perfect for when you're on the go. Called Kimdo today. Innovative businesses see every day as an opportunity to create something new. Dell Technologies Advisors are here with tools and expertise to help you do incredible things. Because Dell Technologies believes there's an innovator in all of us. Learn more about smart PCs powered by the Intel VL platform that's built for business. Find tech that's right for you by calling a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. For a limited time, get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for 25 bucks a line. It's like expecting one caroling. Deck the hallway. And getting a choir. Switch and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for 25 bucks a line. With 24 monthly bill credits and auto pay plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, credit stop at balance and required finance agreement for all devices is due. T-Mobile.com for details. Today's the perfect day to check out all of the benefits of a sleep number bed. If you want to wake up feeling great with lots of energy like I've always got, get yourself a sleep number bed. Everybody says right when the first of the year rolls around, I'm going to sleep more, I'm going to sleep more. Why don't you just get a better bed that's got everything in it that you need? How can you find out about temperature balancing? Well, you can find out about that. Your own sleep number. Mine is usually right at 60. Choose proven quality sleep from a sleep number bed. Wouldn't it be great, too, if you could control the temperature in your bed? Yep. Guess what? All kinds of great stuff with Sleep Number. They've got the continuation of their weekend special. The last day is today. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed, which is incredible, I know personally, is only $899. 
You save in $200 plus the option for special financing and free home delivery when you add a base only at Sleep Number. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Tesla is coming under fire in Germany over union concerns and allegations by workers of unreasonable working hours and fears over speaking out at its Brandenburg plant. Reuters is reporting that Tesla China has also asked some staff to sign non-disclosure agreements, according to two sources. Italian energy giant Eni has announced what it calls a significant gas discovery offshore of Egypt in the eastern Mediterranean. That concession is operated by Chevron, which holds a 45% interest in it. And the World Economic Forum Summit kicked today in Davos, Switzerland. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is set to meet with her Chinese counterpart, the vice premier, there on Wednesday. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. It's Jesse. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan. Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. House Republicans want to see visitor logs. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. To the Biden residents, after even more classified documents from the president's days as vice president were found over the weekend, GOP Congressman Chris Stewart tells CBS Face the Nation. For those who think that, well, the president didn't realize that he had those in his possession, it, it just is nonsense. Of course he knew that he had them. They're so obvious. Fox's Peter Ducey's at the White House. Even the most uh, reliable Biden and allies, Democrats in Congress are saying they want spy agencies to fill them in about how bad this might be. New York City Mayor Eric Adams went to the Texas border over the weekend demanding federal assistance after months of buses full of migrants who came to the U.S. illegally were sent to his city and others. El Paso does not deserve this. Chicago, Washington, Houston, Los Angeles, New York. Republicans criticized President Biden's trip to El Paso a week ago as a photo op amid a record surge of illegal immigration. They found the black box in Nepal. Cockpit, voice, and data recorders. They hope can explain why a plane crash with 72 passengers on board and crew. 69 bodies found so far. No confirmed reports of survivors. The disaster happened as a flight from the capital of Kathmandu approached the city of Pokhara. The twin-engine propeller plane crashed into a gorge at the end of this 30-minute flight. Fox's Trey Yinks. The FAA is investigating a close call at New York's JFK Airport Friday. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff clearance. That command is the plane was speeding up. Delta 1943, 
cancel takeoff plans. That air traffic controller may have averted a disaster in that audio from live ATC. The Delta plane stop did not take off. Stopped about a thousand feet from an American Airlines plane crossing paths from an adjacent runway on its takeoff. What caused the jets to be on a collision course unclear at this point. A legend of the big screen has died. Gina Lola Brigida, an Italian movie star who rose to international and Hollywood fame in the 1950s and 60s. She was 95. America's listening to Fox News. I've had COVID. Me too. But I didn't know you could get it again. What? And if you're 50 or older. Or have a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. Getting COVID again could get really serious, even deadly. That's why getting an updated COVID vaccine is so important. COVID isn't going away anytime soon, but I can lower my risk. And I'm up for that. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. <laughs> the way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a federal holiday. President Biden will attend a breakfast in his honor the day after paying tribute at Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church. The soul of America is embodied in the sacred proposition that we're all created equal in the image of God. The president says the civil rights activist gave his life spreading that message. The King Center in Atlanta, run by Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter, Bernice, kicked off MLK Day events last week with their beloved Community Global Summit. King said she wants all people, regardless of ideological beliefs, to participate in this day. We are part of a world, and we've got to figure out how to coexist, how to live together, how to regard, respect, and understand one another, even if we don't agree with one another. In Boston, they're unveiling a statue called the Embrace. It symbolizes the hug King shared with his wife after winning the Nobel Peace Prize. In New York, there will be a policy forum on justice. And in L.A., this year's theme for the annual Kingdom Day Parade is Making America the Last Best Hope of the World. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Because of this holiday, there will be no stock trading on Wall Street. A giant win in the NFL playoffs on Fox. Barkley muscling forward. Barkley, what an effort, and he is in. Touchdown, New York. A year ago, the Giants were 4-13, and but on Sunday, they won their first playoff game in more than a decade, upsetting the Vikings 31-24. They get the Eagles next week. The Bills avoided an upset against the Dolphins. Josh Allen turned it over three times, but also threw three touchdown passes in a 34-31 win. Buffalo will host defending AFC champion Cincinnati next week after the Bengals beat the Ravens 24-17. One more wildcard game Monday night. The Bucks host the Cowboys. The winner of that one gets the Niners in the division round. Tim McMaster, Fox News. Jamar Hamlin watched his teammates beat the Dolphins from home. The Bills' safety who suffered cardiac arrest two weeks ago, tweeting, My heart is with my guys. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. Taking a look at our top stories today, early this morning. In Lafayette, state police now investigating after a shooting and a chase led to one person being hospitalized. The incident began shortly after midnight when Lafayette police responded to shots fired in the 100 block of Gilbo Road and noticed a vehicle speeding. 
Authorities say the two people inside refused to stop for the officers, who followed them to the 400 block of Maryland Street, where the two suspects jumped out and tried to get away on foot. Canine officers were able to catch one of the suspects, which police say resulted in an officer-involved shooting and LPD asking for state police to investigate. One victim was found in the area where everything began and is currently listed in stable condition for a single gunshot wound. If you have any information about the case, contact Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Speed cameras are coming to New Iberia school zones. The city has contracted with Blue Line Solutions to collect data on where the most speeding infractions occur. Once that has been determined, the cameras will be installed and become operational. That's expected to take six to eight months. Lafayette police have charged Corey Etienne with second-degree murder and the death of Megan Goins. Goins' body was discovered in her car last week on Stagecoach Road. Authorities say Etienne has an extensive criminal history and was arrested for three counts of first-degree murder back in 2020. Vermilion Parish deputies have arrested Tyrell Gorgon of Rain in connection with an armed robbery that was reported early Saturday morning at a convenience store in Abbeville. VPSO says Gorgon is also a suspect in a recent armed robbery in Lafayette Parish. State police say Stacy Bork of Rain was killed when the UTV, the UTV he was driving on uh, Riceland Road near Ridge Road was struck by a car about 1.30 Sunday morning. The driver of the car was taken to a hospital for treatment of minor injuries. The crash remains under investigation. State's favorite crustacean, it's not immune to inflation, and you should expect to pay $2 a pound more than last year. Brooke Thornton has more on an app that tracks the prices. It's high. There's no denying it. Lanny King is co-founder of the Crawfish app, which tracks prices of mud bugs and can also tell you who has the best price in your area. She says the retailers aren't to blame for the higher prices. When the bait prices double, the fuel increases, these farmers are incurring extra costs this year and it just trickles down to the crawfish consumers. But she believes prices will drop after Mardi Gras and when temperatures warm up. We'll get a little relief here, I think, in the next two or three weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Rates of COVID-19 cases and deaths surge among nursing home residents and staff nationwide, including here in Louisiana, because most residents and staff are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccinations. That's according to Director of Advocacy for the AARP, Andrew Mole. About 46.8% of nursing home residents and only 15% of staff were up to date on their vaccination, and that includes the booster. According to AARP's nursing home COVID-19 dashboard, Cases among residents nationwide increased 57% towards the end of December. In Louisiana, resident cases went from 460 to just over 1,000, while staff cases went up from 245 to 533 during the same period. Mole says it's unfortunate. We've seen thousands upon thousands of residents and staff of nursing homes die due to COVID, and this is an issue that will not go away, especially if folks are not getting vaccinated and staying safe. Nursing home deaths nationwide increased by 14% during the end of December. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 3,626 nursing home residents have died from the virus and 13 more died at the end of December. Mall says they'll continue to advocate for better safety measures. We're going to continue to urge the CMS to take whatever steps they need to take to increase those vaccination rates. Um, we think more action is necessary and we're going to continue to build upon the steps that they've been taking. In the world of politics, there are now four announced candidates running for Louisiana governor this fall. Slidell State Senator Sharon Hewitt officially entered the race Friday, joining AG Jeff Landry, Treasurer John Schroeder, and Lake Charles Attorney Hunter Lundy. 
Political analyst Bernie Pinsonette. The race is starting to take shape. It's not finished. It will evolve, and more candidates will get in. Some of these will get out. So it's a typical Louisiana race. Attorney General Jeff Landry leads those candidates in fundraising for the race. His campaign reports over $5 million cash on hand, with well over a million in political action committee money, plus the backing and resources of the state Republican Party. Pinsonette says it was a brilliant strategy, and fellow candidates are now forced to try to catch up. He outflanked his, his Republican potential opponents and now has a ATM machine sitting there where he can get literally unlimited cash to run for governor. At this point, Pinsonette gives Landry a clear advantage in the race. He says perhaps Congressman Garrett Graves could be a formidable challenge, but has doubts Graves will run. So far, there are no declared Democrat candidates. Pinsonette says the party of the left is running behind at this time. They should try to find a candidate, and they should try to be competitive, but trying to be competitive and actually being competitive in Louisiana is two different worlds. Democrat DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson may run, as may New Orleans Councilwoman Helena Moreno and State Democratic Party Chair Katie Bernhardt, but so far none have made it official. Residents of Rain might notice some discoloration in their drinking water over the next few days. A city contractor is troubleshooting the issue. City officials say despite the discoloration of water, the water is safe to drink and use as needed. Well, today, millions of Americans will pause to honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is a federal holiday, which means many government offices and schools will be closed. The post office will also be closed, as will many banks and many, as many cities and communities across the region host MLK Day ceremonies, celebrations, and parades. Organizers of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival have announced their lineup for later this spring. The complete list of performers is available on our app. Jazz Fest kicks off on April 28th and will run through May 7th. You can find tickets and more at nojazzfest.com. Well, there was a Mega Millions lottery winner over the weekend. A single ticket sold in Maine matched the numbers needed to claim the $1.35 billion jackpot. Tonight's Powerball is an estimated $416 million. That drawing will be held at 10 p.m. tonight. And in the world of sports, former Saints coach Sean Payton will interview with teams this week as he decides whether he wants to return to coaching. Payton is still under contract with the Saints, and so if a team hires him, they'll have to send draft picks to New Orleans. See, general manager Mickey Loomis says they wish the best for Payton, but they'll also want to be well compensated. He gave everything that he could possibly give to the New Orleans Saints and took us to heights that... Uh, you know, the, the organization, the team never achieved before. So I absolutely want the best for him. But I also recognize that there's, he's a valuable asset. You know, his contract uh, is a valuable asset to our club, and, and it's our duty to maximize that. Four teams have received permission to speak with Peyton, the Broncos, Cardinals, Texans, and the Panthers. The Saints are coming off a 7-10 and 10 campaign and a second straight non-playoff appearance. But Loomis says he has no plans to tear down the roster and build it back up. I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. We have, we have a, a really good defense with a lot of young core players on defense. You know, we have some, some really good offensive players, and, and yeah, we got holes. We do. But I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that in my mind. Injuries have been a big problem for the Saints for two years in a row. Loomis says they're looking into it. We had a bunch of rib injuries this year, for example, that, ah, it's a, you know, that doesn't happen with this frequency. You know, we've had some foot injuries that, more frequent than we've had in the past. So, yeah, we, we have to look at and say, hey, is there anything that, about these injuries that are common that we can prevent? Um, on the other hand, we've had you know fewer knee, inju knee injuries. 
Well, the playoffs, Cincinnati used a 98-yard fumble recovery to down Baltimore in their NFL wildcard game last night. The Joe, Joe Burrow-led Bengals down the Ravens 24-17. The Bengals will face the Bills in Buffalo next Sunday. The Bills downed Miami 34-31 in their opening playoff game. The NFL's Super Wildcard Weekend is in the books with the exception of one game, tonight's NFC wildcard matchup between Dallas and Tampa Bay. The winner of that game will advance to face San Francisco next Sunday. The Eagles host the Giants on the other side of the NFC bracket. That game will be played on Saturday. And we mentioned MLK Day. Well, the NBA has a host of afternoon games on its schedule today as part of the holiday. Action tips off at noon Central Time as Boston faces Charlotte. Houston closes the day closes out the day at the Los Angeles Lakers tonight at 9:30. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Pelicans will be on the road to face Cleveland. That game tips off at two. In high school basketball, the Calcasieu Parish School Board and the LHSAA are looking into a fight that happened on Friday night during the Washington Marion Eunice High School basketball game. The Calcasieu Parish School Board released a statement saying there is no place for violence in schools or at sporting events, and they are cooperating fully with investigators. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today, which occasionally is going to be giving way to some light passing showers. We'll go with about a 40% chance for a little bit of rainfall out there. Nothing that's going to have a major impact on your day. Just a little bit of nuisance rain from time to time. Patchy sunshine possible later in the afternoon and evening. Temperatures are going to stay at about 75 degrees here for the high today. And lows tonight going to be in the mid-60s. Upper 70s for tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Fairly warm for the first half of the work week. Showers and thunderstorms going to be returning to the area on Wednesday. The occasional strong thunderstorm going to be possible as well. And need to be on the lookout maybe for an isolated case of some severe weather again. That will be for Wednesday. Slightly cooler back behind it. Still going to be a little bit warmer than average, though, as we head into the weekend. Another round of showers expected Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5, KPL, right now, traffic. All right, so taking a look at what's happening on the roadways, we actually do have a couple crashes to mention to you. First off, let's head on over to Vero School Road, uh, right off of the Evangeline Thruway, US 90, as we have a crash uh, in that area. Um, this is uh, on East Vero School. Also, we have a crash popping up on Elmira uh, Drive. This is near its intersection with Heidi Circle in Scott. No school zones to mention to you, so that's good. Uh, Martin Luther King Day is today. But we do want to remind you there is daytime construction just beginning on I-10. And it's happening in St. Martin Parish, one mile before the Burbridge exit at mile marker 108 to mile marker 115, which is the Cecilia Henderson exit. As workers are installing rumble strips during the day today from 7 to 5.30 and then tomorrow and Wednesday as well. So do not let yourself get caught off guard by the construction work. Your national anthem is brought to you by Hulco Printers, serving Acadiana since 1972. Buy local, shop local, support Acadiana. Whose blood's red? 
Coming up now on 721 on Acadiana's Morning News. Monday morning is rolled around. All right, Monday is here. Okay, so you got a lot of folks out of work today. Martin Luther King Jr. Day today is also a day of service for a lot of different areas. So I don't know about y'all, but like sometimes you get um, like, like, any Monday morning when you wake up after like the Christmas holidays, I don't know. This is just like me. You're like, okay, we're rolling in. Right. So, but then I was, I was laughing. I was telling Brandon, I was like, I felt like I was drug, like dragging a little bit when yeah, I got yeah. in here this morning. You wanted to go back to your sleep. I was like, bed. Oh yeah. Let, uh-huh. let me go. Wouldn't it be great if we could take a nap? Now, most of the Mondays, I don't feel like that way, but today uh-huh. I was like, man, you know, wouldn't it just be a great day or whatever? So then about 20 minutes later, he's like, hey, did you happen to notice this story? <laughs> I totally forgot. But every yeah. year, mm-hmm. it's the 16th of of January. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's hilarious. It, 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 the reason it's so hilarious is because, well, no wonder. Uh, today is that sad day. It's Blue Monday today. Like, this is the day they actually, and not our Blue Monday concert series, right? No, no, Not no, that one, no. right? Okay, so we're talking actual. <laughs> yeah. No, that is worth something worth celebrating. Right. This, this is... has a lot to do with the weather, too. Yes. Because the sun sets at an early time. Mm-hmm. You've got the excitement of the holiday season being over. Everyone's back to work, back to school. But today's a little bit different, though, because there are a lot of people that are off today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which that's good because a lot of people are going to be super happy today because they're going to be doing a lot of service work and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. But then January 16th every year is that that time when you're like, okay, today could be a day and it happens every January 16th that it is Blue Monday. Mm-hmm. Like people get bummed out because they're like, okay, wait a minute. I have got to be able to... Like pay off all the Christmas bills. Right. And um, January just seems, I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday. January seems like the longest 
pay periods for this month? Because, you know, some people, depending on who employs you, you might get paid twice a month, right? right? Some other people, a lot of government entities or whatever, they get paid at the first of the month. Mm -hmm. So trying to make that money last all month can feel like it's the longest month ever, even though we have plenty of months that have 31 days. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It does. Because you're like, oh, I got the bill for this. Mm -hmm. and I got the bill for that. You're looking at it and you're like, yeah, okay, I got to pay this. But this month, I might just have to pay the minimum on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So statistically, Mm -hmm. they they got all these reasons stacked up why every single year on January 16th, they really do call it Mm -hmm. Blue Monday. Yeah. So I'm just kind of curious if anybody else feels like that. Um, Just, I don't know. Lord, that's crazy town. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, let me, um, did you do this last one? Did you happen to see, mm-hmm. um, you talked about the road situation where they're putting the rumble strips in? Yes, that's, uh, I-10 eastbound and westbound, uh, basically through St. Martin Parish. Yes. Uh-huh. So, and then somebody else was saying that they thought they also saw something mm-hmm. along the interstate near the throughway. Oh, you're talking about, yes. So, U.S. 90, uh, near Vero School. Remember, I, I so I gave the crash mm-hmm. uh, a few minutes ago. Vero School Road near the thruway. There's a crash with injuries. Well, now we're finding out a little bit more about it. Okay. Um, as it appears to have involved a train. Oh. And so okay. one of the listeners sending us a photo right now. Um, and so we're trying to find out more details as we're gonna as we're trying to reach out to authorities. Okay. To gotcha. see what's going on in that area. But yes, that's what we're hearing is that there was yeah, and what if we're hearing that is that there's a crash yeah. involving the train. Right. So we're mm-hmm. going to follow up with mm-hmm. that with a couple of our agencies yeah. to see which actual jurisdiction mm-hmm. it is in. People are going to be like, Bernie, stop calling me so early. <laughs> um, well, it's 7.30 now. I mean, Yeah, you know, wake up, people. Up. Uh, do you have somebody holding on the line? I'm sorry. Yes, we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll go to the phone lines. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Are Iberia Parish schools closed today? I believe they all are. Mm-hmm. Yep, for, um, the, for the holiday. Yeah. Oh, come on, Bernie, Brandon. You can't indulge me with a little humor, a little laughter. Oh, oh okay. this is Ian. Oh, my I just God. recognized the voice. Wait, Ian, what's up, man? Wait a minute. Dude, it caught me a second. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second, man. <laughs> I didn't even catch on to your voice. Oh, my gosh. What are you doing, Ian's adorable? going back to his news days. I know. I, I am, uh, I'm, I've got three minutes till the newscast. Yes. I figured y'all are working today. I'm working. I may as well uh, oh, call God. in just to, just to uh, join with all the other working people yes. on this federal holiday. Okay. We were just talking about <laughs> Blue funny. Monday. Do you feel like it's a Blue Monday? Uh, when I look at my bank account after Christmas, <laughs> it's a blue Monday. That's what I was saying. God, the can't too. get here soon enough. I know, right? Oh, dude, okay. I'm glad somebody else feels like that, too. Ooh, God, you know, you know radio, of course. Every Monday is a blue Monday. You know, besides the fact that the voice, you know, started recognizing the voice, I remembered the stories you told me about the times you were working at KTC. And yes. how many people would call? Ian, but you almost see, you almost got hung up too. on. By the way, yeah, yeah, you almost got hung up on because I was like, well, that, well, that's a that's a quick answer to that question. Let's move on. But right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, once once I realized that it was met with a flat response, I was like, okay, I, I have to let them know that <laughs> it, this is not a crank call. Totally, because oh, here's the thing: I didn't even recognize your voice. I'm oh. so sorry. <laughs> It's all good, boo. It's all good. I am such a loser. 
<laughs> I just wanted to call and say hello. It's a slow oh, news day out here. We've gone 12 hours without a shooting, so oh. it's the little things. Uh, not even any but, carjackings in that time, Ian? No, uh, not in that time. Let's see. We had in, Last week was a weird week. We had three straight days without a shooting. Uh, we had a couple armed robberies, but things kind of picked up this weekend. Yeah. But all in all, it's been it, it's a holiday, so people are staying home, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, for true, for true. God, this is hilarious. You're so adorable, Ian. No, I try, and I had to hear your voice, uh, Bernie. I, I I see and talk to Brandon, seeming like once a week throughout the fall and the winter, but I never see or hear your voice. So I, I just know. wanted to call and say hello. I'm glad you did. I know you got news. Look, we need it once a week. We got to talk to each other. We have to do that. I'll give you a shot a little bit later on today. Brandon, keep my girl out of trouble. Well, it's a tall <laughs> He's order. He's going to try. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. We love you. Later, man. Y'all be good. Love okay. you, too. Y'all be good. Okay, bye. God, that took me a second, uh, it, Bernie. Well, just... and the best part is I didn't even know until you said it. Yeah. And usually I'm pretty great with voices, but yeah. not today. Yeah. Oh, all right. To our next caller. Hi, uh-huh. good morning. Hey, good morning. I was just calling about that uh, wreck on Vera. Yes. Yeah, what is it? Um, so yeah, it was it involved a train. Uh, the train stopped across Verot, so I just avoid the area. You're not crossing the, on the 90 or on the Verot. So there. could you see the vehicle that like, did, yeah. hit the vehicle? What What did you see? It looked like the back of an 18 wheeler because uh, the front of the train had kind of like the siding of the uh, 18 wheeler, and there was mm-hmm. a bunch of debris along the tracks. So it probably got hung up on the tracks when it hit. Oh, man. What a mess. Golly. Pray there's no fatalities. Yeah, Jesus. Oof, Lord. Yeah. Have a good morning. Thank, Thank you. you for calling. Much we appreciate, appreciate it. it. You have a good one, too. Um, yeah, a lot of folks uh, uh, apping us also. Thank you to the people who always call us because you just your eyes and ears out there. Um, do you want to let folks know uh, that that was... It does say a crash with injury. So don't know if that's like, yeah. hey, it just, my body feels kind of rough. Yeah. Because it, like you know, because of the collision. Yeah. Because yeah. often, you know, that'll be all it is. Now it says police and fire are assisting. Okay. So um, then I'm guessing, yeah. All right. So we got to make sure that we're checking on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, I'll make sure that Ian knows that you said hello. <laughs> um, but he does say, Scott does say that traffic in Plaisance and Nuba at the crossroads Headed south is good. We likey likey. <laughs> Scott is good. now the new number one. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. All right, guys. So please, throughout the show, if you would keep us updated with all the crashes uh, that that we've got going, especially that situation with Vero, uh, right there at um, at the train tracks. What a mess! What a yeah. mess! All right, coming up now in seven thirty one, we've got news on the way. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. State police are now investigating after a shooting and a chase early this morning led to one person being hospitalized. The incident began shortly after midnight when Lafayette Police note responded to shots fired in the orange block of Gilbo Road and noticed a vehicle speeding. Authorities say the two people inside refused to stop for the officers who followed them to the 400 block of Maryland Street where the two spe- suspects jumped out and tried to get away on foot. 
Canine officers were able to catch one of the suspects, which police say resulted in an officer-involved shooting and LPD asking for state police to investigate. One victim was found in the area where everything began and is currently listed in stable condition for a single gunshot wound. If you have any information about the case, contact Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Speed cameras are coming to New Iberia school zones. The city has contracted with Blue Line Solutions to collect data on where the most speeding infractions occur. Once that has been determined, the cameras will be installed and become operational. That's expected to take six to eight months. If you're planning a crawfish boil or two this winter and early spring, you might want to budget a little extra money to pay for it. An app that tracks crawfish prices across the state is suggesting that crawfish prices are about $2 a pound more this year compared to last year. But prices are forecast to drop the deeper we get into the season. There was a Mega Millions lottery winner over the weekend. A single ticket sold in Maine matched the numbers needed to claim the $1.35 billion jackpot. Tonight's Powerball is an estimated $416 million. That drawing will be held at 10 p.m. tonight. And today, millions of Americans will pause to honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is a federal holiday, which means many government offices and schools will be closed. The post office will also be closed, as will many banks, as many cities and communities across the region host MLK Day ceremonies, celebrations, and parades. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today, which occasionally is going to be giving way to some light passing showers. We'll go with about a 40% chance for a little bit of rainfall out there. Nothing that's going to have a major impact on your day. Just a little bit of nuisance rain from time to time. Patchy sunshine possible later in the afternoon and evening. Temperatures are going to stay at about 75 degrees here for the high today. And lows tonight going to be in the mid-60s. Upper 70s for tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Fairly warm for the first half of the work week. Showers and thunderstorms going to be returning to the area on Wednesday. The occasional strong thunderstorm going to be possible as well. And need to be on the lookout maybe for an isolated case of some severe weather again. That will be for Wednesday. Slightly cooler back behind it. Still going to be a little bit warmer than average. So as we head into the weekend, another round of showers expected Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's Printing and Copying. Hospice of Acadiana is hosting their Sunny Side Up Breakfast, a positive approach to everyday life, on Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. at Hospice of Acadiana. The speaker will be Angela Morrison, and breakfast is provided by Hub City Diner. It's $10 payable at the door. For more information or to RSVP, please contact Sarah Mary at smdonlin at hospiceacadiana.com. And the Youngsville Lions Club is hosting the annual Gumbo and Chili cook-off on Saturday, January 21st, 2023, from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Youngsville Sports Complex. All-you-can-eat $10 entry fee for adults and children 6 and under eat free. To enter a team or for more information, you can contact Shannon at YoungsvilleLions at Yahoo.com. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so everyone talking right now about uh, what's happening. Uh, US 90 Evangeline Thruway uh, near Vero School Road, or actually, I should say Vero School near US 90 Evangeline Thruway, as there is a crash with injuries. We have listeners reporting to us that the train is involved in the crash. Um, we've put out a call to authorities. We're 
waiting to hear back from them so we can confirm everything. That's why we're being cautious about what we say. Uh, but what is being reported um, is that it is a crash with injuries. We will give you more information as we are able to confirm it with law enforcement. Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now on 741 on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm sorry I'm chuckling just a little bit this morning. I was trying to finish up a couple of uh, text messages. So we're going to get some confirmation on exactly that East Pharaoh School Road area, what exactly it is. Now, I want to go back real quick to the rumble strips because I, I like the fact that we get to, on the Killer Bees yeah. show here, say rumble. <laughs> Not even rumble strips because yes. that's fun. Uh-huh. But just the word rumble because you can say it like that. What do they call those? Just don't say it in the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it in the most popular way that it's known for. Mm-mm. Okay. Yes. Hey. Uh, no, but you know when you can when you see a word and you can mm-hmm. say it, and the pronunciation sounds the way the word, like it makes the sound also. You yeah. can make it kind of. What are those? I can't remember. Somebody, please, please, someone call me and tell me. You know, vroom. Well, that's spelled the same way it sounds. <laughs> Room, you know. Okay. I feel like we're doing. Sto- you, I feel like we're. I feel at me. like we're doing story time with okay. my one-year-old. That's, That's what it. we do with them. Right. Is we literally will grab a book and we'll, well say, "Where's okay, my what, milk, what, Brandon? <laughs> Are you cuddling the, me right now? <laughs> what sound does the car Can I make? go over there and Vroom. jump into your arms? <laughs> now Hannah's gonna know. I'm running over there. I'm crossing the room and I'm going to jump into your arms. Uh, okay, now I'm getting a picture. Okay. Vroom, there's no vroom, though. No. Okay, let's go to the phone lines first before okay. I go to this picture. All right, uh, caller. Hi, caller. What's up? I believe it's called onomatopoeia. Good Lord. Onomatopoeia. Yes, it is. Thank you. That's cool. I love it. How do you Sweet. even spell that? Uh, I don't spell it. I say it. Onomatopoeia? <laughs> On, uh... <laughs> Ma. Okay, I got a picture. God, I need spell check. Oh, here we go. O n o m a t o p o e i a. I'm one years old, Brandon. Could you go slower? Wait. O o what? O n o o n o m a m a t o t o p o p o e i a e i onomatopoeia. That could be an awesome song. Okay, so anywho, I have a lovely picture now. It's not lovely looking, but all right. So it does look like there's a situation with an 18-wheeler. So I'm going to continue asking around. Oh, we're about to put the story up on the website. Oh. Yep. Okay. About to do that in a moment. All right. Wait, wait. Which story are you putting up on the website? Oh, the um, the Avenger and Thuway. Oh, yep. okay. Um, I'm doing that right now, as a matter of fact. Okay. Live on the air. All right. Um, yep. Okay. So we'll do that. Um. So, yeah, Automatopoeia. That's a fun one. Yay. Yes. I, you know, I, I I apologize when I can't remember the words. Thank God. Well, who, that, that's a hard one to remember, though. That people always, oh, thank you, Seth. You're sweet. Yes, Seth, sending that in. It's pretty hilarious. Um, I think because, you know, 
getting older is not for sissies, right? (laughs) (laughs) Things start feeling weird. The arthritis makes you, you know, you just walking down. Like, let's say you're in, I don't know, academy and you're like, hey, I need a new pair of running shoes or something. So you're walking in there and then all of a sudden, like your knee just starts to give wiggle and like (laughs) it's going to like like it's going to give out. But it doesn't. And so you kind of keep on going. But these are the things that happen to us um, as as peeps who are getting older, which, trust me, getting older does um, beats the alternative. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Okay. Um, So, you know, what can you say other than you just got to keep going? You got to have like a good night's sleep. You got to eat some good food. And I don't know about you, Brenda, but Mm -hmm. I'm back on this and and I'm kind of. Ooh, a little mad at myself. Although I didn't, I didn't even drink half the can yet. Okay. Oh, the Coke. Yeah. Oh God, it's so good. I, it is. And look, uh, I'm gonna be honest. The sweet syrupy taste of Coke. <laughs> it's so good, Bernie. And I am a Coke, caffeine-free gal. Okay. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. because of the current price, yeah, I'm going to start cutting back. Okay. Because but there's always a sale on Cokes. Okay, well then, when Hannah comes across the okay, no, but, no, no, I no, that's that's an area where I actually kind of shine. Okay, but I, let's because I look for this. that in the grocery stores. Okay, I gotta know yes. because here's what I need. Yeah, yeah. See, what I need is I need Coca Cola, the caffeine free. So it's real oh, Coke, okay, but caffeine free. Okay, so I'm it's sorry. usually only the big grocery stores yeah. that will have the caffeine free. Yeah, I don't see Coke. those much anymore. No, You're right. it's hard. Okay. And look, during the pandemic, for mm-hmm. two years, yeah. it was kept off of the shelves because they were just trying to get enough Coke out there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and probably yeah. not just in big stores. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see where you went, Deborah. Think that distribution issues on other kinds of Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anywho, yeah. um, so no, seriously. Mm-hmm. But Brandon, yes. Hey, if they are big box areas, stores or you know grocery stores mm-hmm. yeah. or other big box stores. Mm-hmm. You need to alert me. Okay, these, I'll alert you. I will these, look because what yes. I do is if I run to the store to grab mm, something, yes, there's a couple different things that I'm usually looking for with it. Okay, coffee creamer, yes, and cokes, and I'm looking for the cheapest ones. Okay, and you have to be able to lower your standards where it's not just Coke. It could be one of the off brands. Yes, um, because I have to have caffeine free. Regular yeah. Coke. I know. So caffeine-free regular Coke. I, just, I haven't seen that in a while, Bernie. I know. It's at several stores. Yeah. I okay. do. I, just, yeah. I guess I don't look hard enough on that one because, I'm just, man, like there's so many different versions of Coke. Yeah, and, that's true, and, too. And we're talking about it's the liquid legal con. Yeah, yeah. The liquid legal con. <laughs> the liquid legal con. Yeah. Okay, so I don't even remember what Coke without caffeine tastes like. It really, okay, there is a little bit of a noticeable difference. Uh-huh. But I think that's only to people like you and me that are Coke Connoisseurs. Yes, Coke connoisseurs. Right? Because we have special drinking patterns if it's this kind of Coke or uh-huh. that kind of Coke. Yes. But there is a little bit of a taste. Mm-hmm. And it's um, mm, maybe a tiny bit less sweet. Okay. Um, that's just what I have noticed over the yeah. years. So the only reason I do that, that I look for the caffeine-free Coke, mm-hmm. is because I'm trying not to have caffeine after like 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Okay. See, caffeine doesn't really affect me. I wish so I, I never could say worry that. about that. It's it the sugar that's in problem. the coke that's the problem for me. It never used to be a problem. Yeah. Until like November. <laughs> Until November of 2022. Well, November 1st, uh-huh. I said, Buy cigarettes. Yes. 
Okay, now, yeah, yeah, I see. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And But I because I had been drinking the mm. off-brand, yes. which doesn't have a caffeine-free flavor, mm-hmm. so I can't have, and so if I have one, like at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, I think that's what's messing with me. I'm trying to remember, what's that, the, the Coke, like the off-brand Coke that is caffeine-free, mm. but it doesn't have to necessarily advertise it that way. It's just known to be. Um, I, I'm not aware of any yeah, such have to look up. situation. Okay. Okay. But I can tell you this by watching, you know, I love the History Channel mm-hmm. and I love National Geographic. Yes. Okay. So yesterday I was watching the smuggling show uh-huh. to catch a smuggler. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So there's that one. And then there's another type smuggling show that, mm-hmm. you know, goes through different um, drug busts and different things. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Then I went flip back over to the History Channel. Yeah. Why I love the show and all of the um, the other spinoffs of that same show, okay. which is you know the men who built America, mm-hmm. the food that built America. Last night I happened to watch the reruns of some of the of some of the Burger Wars. Man, mm-hmm. okay, so that was pretty interesting. Um, there was the cornflakes. You had the Kellogg's cornflakes that came before the show about the burgers. Right. Um, the Kellogg's cornflakes versus post toasties. Oh yeah. And what ended up with happening with that over time. Mm -hmm. Then there was the burger wars. Okay. Which was fascinating because Mm -hmm. it was the third guy in line at McDonald's ended Mm -hmm. up leaving to take the CEO and president position Uh at Burger King. Okay. Okay. And so, obviously, Ray Kroc was not happy about that, right? So, and it just talked about the different things that they came out with over time Mm -hmm. um, and how the chicken chicken McNugget came to be. Yeah. um, That they were trying to find something that would be um, more palatable to moms and dads and kids. Mm -hmm. Because that's in the 70s, late 70s is when the first uh, kind of food pyramid, pyramid, you know, describing... What foods are good for you? What foods are not, right. and all that. Yeah. Which I'm telling you, the food period that ruined my life. Yeah, we were perfectly fine mm-hmm. and healthy as a family. Yeah, I'm telling you, ruined my life. But anywho, there was a, a TV show that I watched a while back that they did a thing like their episode had to do with the food pyramid and mm-hmm. companies lobbying mm-hmm. to get their products in the food pyramid yep. and how yep. that played a part. That's amazing. Yep. And that's why I go by certain doctors mm-hmm. who, you know, and my own doctor that says, that doesn't work for you. Yeah. Here's what does work for you. Uh-huh. Um, long story short, do I ever have a long story short? <laughs> then there was a whole discussion about yeah. craft. Oh, yeah. And the creation, how to make shelf-stable cheese. Okay. And what this young man did mm-hmm. in in order all the different, it took him three years wow. to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Pabst, you know, the Pabst Beer Company mm-hmm. during Prohibition can't sell beer. Yeah. So they actually sold canned cheese. Okay, which I'll is try interesting, that. right? Yeah, I'll try that. Um, and it had a little bit of a different flavor, so there were different nuances between the two. Mm-hmm. And then it went on to tell the craft story about how they ended up buying up different brands mm-hmm. over time, but how recognizable craft cheese is not only in America mm-hmm. but in other parts of the globe. Yeah, and in particular, craft macaroni and cheese. I was waiting for you to get to mm-hmm. the mac and cheese, um, which just now my mouth is watering a little bit. 
I got to be honest, though. I'm more of a Velveeta guy when it comes okay. to mac and cheese. And I get that because I yeah. know a lot of people who are the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the way, because my mom never made it the way they made it on the box. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. My mom would always add more milk. Okay. And whatever the set amount of butter was. Yes. My mom would add another third of that. I like your mom. All right. I know. <laughs> I like that. Um. But you have to remember, we were also four kids, uh-huh. right? She was expanding so the meal. She was, yeah. but it was more creamy and all that. Ooh. So, you know, you had a little, I mean, there were six, you know, mama, dad, and four kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had to make that box right, right. of craft. Um, yeah. You'd have to make it spread. And mm-hmm. then you're going to love this food okay. discussion. Yeah. All right. Who's mama? Y'all call and tell us or app chat us. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious. Did your mama do this too? Okay. During Lent, at least... Once every other week, because you got, what, six weeks of Lent. Okay. So at least three times during Lent on a Friday, because mm-hmm. we were six people. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We couldn't go out to Don's. This is six is too much, okay? okay? It's the 70s. Yes. All right? Okay. Tuna fish casserole. Oh. Featuring Kraft macaroni and cheese. Okay. With the extra butter. Mm-hmm. Cream of mushroom soup. And canned tuna. Okay. Okay. Now here's the thing. Yeah. So of course she had to double the recipe because uh-huh. it's our primary what we're gonna eat. Yeah, yeah. We'd also have a big salad on the side, mm-hmm. and she would make homemade biscuits. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds good. Man, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. good. And um, but a lot of people are like, ugh. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. But I'm telling you, it was, was it good. The really, tuna fish, yeah. Yes. Okay. And there are times, Brandon, yeah. when I will specifically go to the store. Yeah. If I don't have a can of tuna or something, I always got mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually have a can of cream and mushroom soup, but I've got to usually get one ingredient or the other. Yeah. And it, you, you, the slower you make it, uh-huh. it I swear to God, it's actually I, good. I have to say that as an adult, I've I've come to gain a lot of, I guess, respect or appreciation for cream of mushroom mm-hmm. um, and, and the versatility that it has. Mm-hmm. You're reminding me, I never had tuna fish casserole, but mm-hmm. a good tuna fish sandwich with like a lot of mayonnaise okay. for me <laughs> was a good like meal slash snack growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to have tuna fish sandwiches often during, yeah. you know lunch mm-hmm. you know if we, if we got to bring our food that yeah. day because when i was a kid you could either pack your lunch or you had lunch at the cafeteria mm-hmm. so same type of thing yes right and so, if, yeah and if and if the tuna fish and and mayonnaise wasn't like flowing out of the bread mm-hmm. the sandwiches i ate it it wasn't enough right no i totally <laughs> get that but now on white bread? Oh, oh yeah dude it, it just delicious yes a pickle on the side or maybe some oh, relish yeah, mixed yeah, in yeah. depending to taste but I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but nowadays, this is another thing. You can be like, what the heck is she talking about? <laughs> okay. Super almost minced onion and okay. not a lot. Okay. That's what my mom would mix in with a little relish. Okay. But then I improved on it, I think, uh-huh. with tiny bits of apple. Oh, yeah. That does go well with it. not bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think it's delicious. Well, and some people like putting apple in like chicken salad and stuff yeah. like that because it gives it like a little sweet tart. It does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mixing of the sweet and the and the salty and yes. the taste. Uh Acadiana certified tobacconist, uh master tobacconist from Gerard. Uh me some tuna casserole. I make mine with egg noodles and peas. That sounds good. Ooh, all right. So uh y'all call me. I had uh dinner with them. 
this weekend. Y'all call me soon when y'all make that chicken casserole. <laughs> Look, everything he does, mm-hmm. he's like a gourmet chef. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the deal is he does the cooking, mm-hmm. and then Polly, she does the cleaning. Oh, there you go. Okay, but we just cut out the middleman this weekend. Yeah. And Are I just got... Weights? <laughs> no. We got Dino's pizza. Oh, there you go. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nobody had to cook. Nobody had to clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dino's, of course, was by on uh, Friday for Moon Show. And oh, my God, the food that they brought was amazing. I had a piece of the king cake bites. Oh, yes. Oh, they're addicting. that was good. I had to, like, close the mm. box and push it away from me because I wouldn't stop. <laughs> and then we had another king cake from Rouse's over the weekend with the strawberry and the uh, Oh, y'all got another one, huh? cream. Yeah. Let's just say it's all gone. <laughs> the whole the whole all cake the is whole gone. Thing is gone. What do your kids think of king cake, man? They liked it. I mean, it look, it's school. sugar. I mean, they're gonna yeah, like it. That's true. Um, but you know, they they enjoyed the king cake for sure. Oh. Um, so yeah. All right. So how's that gonna work on Mardi Gras this year? Y'all gonna take the, the We're gonna go to the Youngsville parade. You're gonna go to the Oh, yeah. all right. So we're gonna sit together if that's there okay. There you go. That's good with me. Talk to the to Miss Hannah. Yeah, if you're coming, absolutely. Okay. Um that would be so awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to it. I can't it's the Saturday before Mardi Gras. Yes. So that's gonna be kind of, it's gonna be cool. Yes. Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm so looking, jealous. I'm looking forward to it. All right, oh, so yeah, come on by. I know. East Faro School Road, right by the area of Hugh Wallace. We've got a crash with injuries. Um, so please make sure you're buckling up out there. Our weather forecast for today. Bran, what's our hide today? Our high today is 75. 75. Okay, not bad. Hey, we got a stalled vehicle. I-49 southbound, mile marker number seven. That's a stalled vehicle. I-49 southbound, mile marker number seven. All right, so it's not going to be bad weather-wise today, but definitely bring the short sleeve shirt. What are you getting? Renee says Automatopia. That wasn't that an ABBA song? That does sound like that'd be an ABBA song. <laughs> That's funny. Automatopia. <laughs> I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. U.S. market closed in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Wall Street getting ready for a big week of earnings, including from Gold Sachs, Morgan Stanley, and United Airlines tomorrow, later in the week. We also get numbers from Charles Schwab, Netflix, Procter & Gamble, and Schlumberger. People around the world are more gloomy about their economic prospects than ever before and trust businesses far more than governments, profits, and the media, according to a survey from public relations firm Edelman. Global leaders are gathering gathering in Davos, Switzerland for the World Economic Forum Summit. And anti-poverty group Ahram says companies making big profits as inflation surges, such as food companies, should face windfall taxes to help cut global inequality. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. It's Jesse Kelly here. I afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 90. 65 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square Media Station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Republicans have even more questions and demands. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. After we found out over the weekend, more classified documents were found at President Biden's Delaware residence from his days as vice president. That is essentially a crime scene. 
once the special counsel was appointed. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer demanding Biden residents visitor logs. Here's another question. What exactly was the president's thinking and what was his logic in having personal attorneys that don't have security clearances searching for these national security documents, these classified documents. Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff tells ABC's This Week they want the same probe as the one into former President Trump's classified documents the FBI seized. We have asked for an assessment uh, in the intelligence community of the Mar-a-Lago documents. Uh, I think we ought to get that same assessment of the documents uh, found in the uh, in the uh, think tank as well as the home of President Biden. They found the black box recorders at DePaul, hoping to find out why a plane crashed with 72 people on board, 69 bodies found so far. It's up to at least 40 people dead from Russia's weekend missile strike on an apartment building in Dnipro, Ukraine. There is pain and there is anger. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky with a message for Russians who failed to condemn these attacks. One day these same terrorists will come for you, he says. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Actress Gina Lola Brigida has died. She was an Italian movie star of the 1950s and 60s during what's called Hollywood's Golden Age. She was 95. They handed out the Critics' Choice Awards last night. Brandon Fraser won big and got emotional. I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just get to your feet and go to the light. Good things will happen. That was on The CW. Brandon Fraser won Best Actor for The Whale. Best Picture went to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. America's listening to Fox News. Some people got COVID and thought, well, that wasn't such a big deal. But you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse. Especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes. And that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. <laughs> the way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. Frustrated by all the buses full of migrants who came to the U.S. illegally being sent to New York City by Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott, Mayor Eric Adams went to El Paso. More than 40,000 people have arrived in New York City unexpectedly over the last year, putting a strain on homeless shelters and the city's finances. Mayor Eric Adams put pressure on the Biden administration for federal help for migrants with a trip to the border over the weekend. After seeing those 3,100 come to our city, I knew it was time for me not to try to end this problem from the city, but to come and to interact with the mayors across the country. Adams says he will go to Washington, D.C. this week to keep the spotlight on the issue and has called for the president to appoint someone at FEMA to head up a national response to the crisis. 
In New York City, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Republicans blame Biden border policies for a record surge of illegal crossings. Senator Marsha Blackburn tells Fox the administration is sending them all over the country. They're going to your community. Every town's a border town. Every state, a border state, because that border is wide open. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a federal holiday. President Biden will attend a breakfast in his honor in Washington the day after going to Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church to pay tribute to the civil rights activists who believed we're all equal under God. That was the sacred proposition for which for which Dr. King gave his life. On this holiday, it'll be quiet on Wall Street. No stock trading. In the NFL playoffs, first and ten to the end zone. Oh, it's Gabe Davis. Did he get the feet down? Yes, he did. The Buffalo Bills beat the Miami Dolphins 34-31 on CBS. The New York Giants also advanced, beating Minnesota 31-24. And last night, Cincinnati moved on with a win over Baltimore 24-17. The Bengals winning score Broke a tie in the fourth quarter, a record 98-yard fumble return for a touchdown. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. Taking a look at our top stories today, early this morning in Lafayette. State police now investigating after a shooting and a chase led to one person being hospitalized. The incident began shortly after midnight when Lafayette police responded to shots fired in the 100 block of Gilbo Road and noticed a vehicle speeding. Authorities say the two people inside refused to stop for the officers who followed them to the 400 block of Maryland Street where the two suspects jumped out and tried to get away on foot. Canine officers were able to catch one of the suspects, which police say resulted in an officer-involved shooting and LPD asking for state police to investigate. One victim was found in the area where everything began and is currently listed in stable condition for a single gunshot wound. If you have any information about the case, contact Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Speed cameras are coming to New Iberia school zones. The city has contracted with Blue Line Solutions to collect data on where the most speeding infractions occur. Once that has been determined, the cameras will be installed and become operational. That's expected to take six to eight months. Lafayette police have charged Corey Etienne with second-degree murder and the death of Megan Goins. Goins' body was discovered in her car last week on Stagecoach Road. Authorities say Etienne has an extensive criminal history and was arrested for three counts of first-degree murder back in 2020. Vermilion Parish deputies have arrested Tyrell Gorgon of Rain in connection with an armed robbery that was reported early Saturday morning at a convenience store in Abbeville. VPSO says Gorgon is also a suspect in a recent armed robbery in Lafayette Parish. State police say Stacy Bork of Rain was killed when the UTV, the UTV he was driving on uh, Riceland Road near Ridge Road was struck by a car about 1.30 Sunday morning. The driver of the car was taken to a hospital for treatment of minor injuries. The crash remains under investigation. State's favorite crustacean, it's not immune to inflation, and you should expect to pay $2 a pound more than last year. Brooke Dorrington has more on an app that tracks the prices. It's high. There's no denying it. Lanny King is co-founder of the Crawfish app, which tracks prices of mud bugs and can also tell you who has the best price in your area. She says the retailers aren't to blame for the higher prices. When the bait prices double, the fuel increases, these farmers are incurring extra costs this year and it just trickles down to the crawfish consumers. But she believes prices will drop after Mardi Gras and when temperatures warm up. We'll get a little relief here, I think in the next two or three weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington.
Rates of COVID-19 cases and deaths surge among nursing home residents and staff nationwide, including here in Louisiana, because most residents and staff are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccinations. That's according to Director of Advocacy for the AARP, Andrew Mole. About 46.8% of nursing home residents and only 15% of staff were up to date on their vaccination, and that includes the booster. According to AARP's nursing home COVID-19 dashboard, cases among residents nationwide increased 57% towards the end of December. In Louisiana, resident cases went from 460 to just over 1,000, while staff cases went up from 245 to 533 during the same period. Moll says it's unfortunate. We've seen thousands upon thousands of residents and staff of nursing homes die due to COVID. And this is an issue that will not go away, especially if folks are not getting vaccinated and staying safe. Nursing home deaths nationwide increased by 14% during the end of December. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 3,626 nursing home residents have died from the virus and 13 more died at the end of December. Wall says they'll continue to advocate for better safety measures. We're going to continue to urge the CMS to take whatever steps they need to take to increase those vaccination rates. Um, We think more action is necessary and we're going to continue to build upon the steps that they've been taking. In the world of politics, there are now four announced candidates running for Louisiana governor this fall. Slidell State Senator Sharon Hewitt officially entered the race Friday joining A.G. Jeff Landry, Treasurer John Schroeder, and Lake Charles Attorney Hunter Lundy, political analyst Bernie Pensionette. The race is starting to take shape. It's not finished. It will evolve, and more candidates will get in. Some of these will get out. So it's a typical Louisiana race. Attorney General Jeff Landry leads those candidates in fundraising for the race. His campaign reports over $5 million cash on hand, with well over a million in political action committee money, plus the backing and resources of the state Republican Party. Pensionette says it was a brilliant strategy, and fellow candidates are now forced to try to catch up. He outflanked his, his Republican potential opponents and now has a ATM machine sitting there where he can get literally unlimited cash to run for governor. At this point, Pensionette gives Landry a clear advantage in the race. He says perhaps Congressman Garrett Graves could be a formidable challenge, but has doubts Graves will run. So far, there are no declared Democrat candidates. Pensionette says the party of the left is running behind at this time. They should try to find a candidate, and they should try to be competitive, but trying to be competitive and actually being competitive in Louisiana is two different worlds. Democrat DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson may run, as may New Orleans Councilwoman Helena Moreno and State Democratic Party Chair Katie Bernhardt, but so far none have made it official. Residents of Rain might notice some discoloration in their drinking water over the next few days. A city contractor is troubleshooting the issue. City officials say despite the discoloration of water, the water is safe to drink and use as needed. Well, today, millions of Americans will pause to honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is a federal holiday, which means many government offices and schools will be closed. The post office will also be closed, as will many banks and many as many cities and communities across the region host MLK Day ceremonies, celebrations and parades. Organizers of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival have announced their lineup for later this spring. The complete list of performers is available on our app. Jazz Fest kicks off on April 28th and will run through May 7th. You can find tickets and more at nojazzfest.com. Well, there was a Mega Millions lottery winner over the weekend. A single ticket sold in Maine matched the numbers needed to claim the $1.35 billion jackpot. Tonight's Powerball is an estimated 
$416 million. That drawing will be held at 10 p.m. tonight. And in the world of sports, former Saints coach Sean Payton will interview with teams this week as he decides whether he wants to return to coaching. Payton is still under contract with the Saints, and so if a team hires him, they'll have to send draft picks to New Orleans. See, general manager Mickey Loomis says they wish the best for Payton, but they'll also want to be well compensated. He gave everything that he could possibly give to the New Orleans Saints and took us to heights that, uh, you know, the, the organization, the team never achieved before. So I absolutely want the best for him. But I also recognize that there's he's a valuable asset. You know, his contract uh, is a valuable asset to our club, and, and it's our duty to maximize that. Four teams have received permission to speak with Peyton, the Broncos, Cardinals, Texans, and the Panthers. The Saints are coming off a 7-10 and campaign and a second straight non-playoff appearance. But Loomis says he has no plans to tear down the roster and build it back up. I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. We have, we have a, a really good defense with a lot of young core players on defense. You know, we have some, some really good offensive players. And, and, yeah, we got holes. We do. But I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that in my mind. Injuries have been a big problem for the Saints for two years in a row. Loomis says they're looking into it. We had a bunch of rib injuries this year, for example, that, ah, it's a, you know, that doesn't happen with this frequency. You know, we've had some foot injuries that more frequent than we've had in the past. So, yeah, we, we have to look at and say, hey, is there anything that, about these injuries that are common that we can prevent? Um, on the other hand, we've had, you know, fewer knee, inju- knee injuries. Well, the playoff, Cincinnati used a 98-yard fumble recovery to down Baltimore in their NFL wildcard game last night. The Joe, Joe Burrow led Bengals down the Ravens 24-17. to The Bengals will face the Bills in Buffalo next Sunday. The Bills downed Miami 34-31 to in their opening playoff game. The NFL's Super Wildcard Weekend is in the books with the exception of one game. Tonight's NFC wildcard matchup between Dallas and Tampa Bay. The winner of that game will advance to face San Francisco next Sunday. The Eagles host the Giants on the other side of the NFC bracket. That game will be played on Saturday. And we mentioned MLK Day. Well, the NBA has a host of afternoon games on its schedule today as part of the holiday. Action tips off at noon Central Time as Boston faces Charlotte. Houston closes the day closes out the day at the Los Angeles Lakers tonight at 9.30. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Pelicans will be on the road to face Cleveland. That game tips off at 2.00. In high school basketball, the Calcasieu Parish School Board and the LHSA are looking into a fight that happened on Friday night during the Washington Marion Eunice High School basketball game. The Calcasieu Parish School Board released a statement saying there is no place for violence in schools or at sporting events, and they are cooperating fully with investigators. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today, which occasionally is going to be giving way to some light passing showers. We'll go with about a 40% chance for a little bit of rainfall out there. Nothing that's going to have a major impact on your day. Just a little bit of nuisance rain from time to time. Patchy sunshine possible later in the afternoon and evening. Temperatures are going to stay at about 75 degrees here for the high today. And lows tonight going to be in the mid-60s. Upper 70s for tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Fairly warm for the first half of the work week. Showers and thunderstorms going to be returning to the area on Wednesday. The occasional strong thunderstorm going to be possible as well. And need to be on the lookout maybe for an isolated case of some severe weather again. That will be for Wednesday. Slightly cooler back behind it. Still going to be a little bit warmer than average. So as we head into the weekend, another round of showers expected Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 
News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got the ongoing situation east of Vero School Road, right near the railroad tracks before the throughway. An 18-wheeler got clipped by a train. Still a mess and a tie-up there. Also, traffic tie-up on Ridge Road this morning between Lanyo Road and Frida. That's Lanyo, excuse me, Ridge Road between Lanyo Road and Frida. So make sure that you're buckling, buckling up, keeping it safe out there. Healthy luck. Coming up now on 820 on Acadiana's Morning News. All right, just taking a look at that picture. We had a couple of different pictures of the 18-wheeler right by the throughway. The 18-wheeler, it appears that a train ended up clipping the end of an 18-wheeler. And boy, it really messed it up. Um, They are still out there. This is right in the area of East Vero School Road. Uh, right by Hugh Wallace, and then, of course, the actual truck itself is over the the tracks there, right by the three-way. What a mess. Just an absolute mess. Um, so just know that that is what is going on in that area. Also, uh, in the traffic uh, department, uh, Brandon is always working on various traffic things that are going on. Here's a story on our website that you need to know about if you travel between Brobridge and Henderson, Know that they're going to be doing some work with rumble strips on both the eastbound and westbound side. Um, and that'll be taking place between like 7 and 5 this week. So just know that's happening. So you're going to see some lane closures and different things. This is on uh, I-10 eastbound and westbound between mile markers 108 and 115. So prepare yourself for that work. That'll be going on through the day uh, today. So you've got to... Uh, going to have to put that in the mix as far as what uh, the different plans are for your travel uh, for the next few days for certain. All right. So uh, you always a lot of good stuff on the KPL website. Um, you know it, especially if you visit that every day or you're part of our, our newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter because you're going to get all kinds of different things. One of our buddies here in the building, he wrote this story and I was like, what is this? The 103210 method. So, okay, so I never, I'm just one of those lucky people. I do have a sleep number bed, okay? It was a great investment. Sleep number to me, I mean, this is years. So I've had two different beds. The latest one I got, oh gosh, I guess about maybe four or five years ago. So I don't have a problem ever falling asleep. But I don't know about you, but every person I seem to talk to a lot lately, especially in the last year and a half, still seems to have trouble sleeping. I mean, there are all these things that run through your mind constantly. So he talks about something called the 10, 3, 2, 1, 0 method. And I'm like, okay, what is this? How does this work? But it's actually pretty, um, pretty interesting. So if you are one of those people and you constantly have trouble sleeping, there's a whole point behind this plan and, and this method. The biggest... um number, the number 10, that actually represents 
there should be a separation between your last caffeinated beverage and the time when you normally go to sleep. So I'm like, okay, all right, that makes sense. I hadn't thought about it that way, but it makes sense. Because if you don't have any caffeine, you don't have any of that caffeine running around in your system. So it's going to be easier to sleep. Some of the other things that uh, it talks about is, you know, when are you actually going to have this caffeine? So if you normally, most people go to bed around 10 o'clock. So that would mean that, okay, so you need to stop having any beverages that have caffeine in it no later than noon, right? So you got that kind of situation. And if you're one of those people that you go to bed a lot earlier, I mean, how many people do you know that wake up at uh, 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning? Then obviously, you know, you back the clock up a little bit, and that's still some of the daylight, I mean, the daytime hours before the noon hour. So put that uh, kind of in your mix of some of the things that you're thinking about. Alcohol. Don't have any alcohol three hours before you go to bed. So if you're going to have a beer when you get home from the house and you typically go to sleep at 10, don't have a beer later than 7 o'clock. So you better go home, drive home at 5. Hopefully it's like a fast drive home, you know. Not a lot of traffic, not a lot of traffic lights. Have you a beer, then have dinner, and then call it quits. I don't know. That's kind of hard to do, though, especially if you're cooking something really good and it might take you a while. That can be a difficult thing to to actually, I don't know, put it together and master it. Because I would want to have a beverage, I would think, up until the time I, I go to sleep. But apparently that's not the best for what happens with like with your body and stuff. So who knew? Now, the one thing that people always know is you shouldn't be like on your telephone before you're going to bed. And the suggestion has always been for as long as I can remember that if you're going to go to bed, don't leave things on. Don't leave your telephone right near you, whether you close the cover to your phone or not. Or if you even if you don't have a cover and you turn it upside down where the face is down, um, but no other screens either. So I don't know if that necessarily works. I guess it depends on what you get used to. That's another thing I always wonder is if you get used to something, is it then a little bit off if you don't have that? I mean, friends I know, they've always like, either they've got the radio on in the background, you know, um, they'll put their kids to sleep with something on, you know, if it's, if they have a little TV in their kid's room or whatever. So I guess it all kind of depends. But according to this, You should do that plan, and it's actually going to help you sleep a little bit better. So, hmm, I'm one of the lucky people. I don't have any trouble falling asleep. The minute I lay in that bed, within two minutes, I'm out. I'm out, completely out. So the 10-3-2-1-0 method. Go check it out, y'all. It's a lot of fun. All right, so tomorrow uh, being Tuesday, we'll have our Ask the Trooper He'll be in. Trooper Thomas Gossin will join us to talk a little bit about. I'm sure he's probably going to focus at least, at least a portion of our segment on railroad, you know, railroad tracks. What it appears based on these pictures that we got from the scene is somebody didn't get completely clear. The driver, that 18 wheeler, did not get completely clear of the tracks while waiting for that light to get onto the throughway. Um, and I've several people have commented, including Cindy, uh, a lady that uh, that listens. You know, it's 
Why can't people just make sure they're clear or just stay away from it? You know, it's frustrating because you want to get to the light because you want to be the first person at the light because it's drive time and everybody's trying to get to work and get through their day. But you got to clear the tracks or just stay away, stay far away on the other side. Just the easiest thing to do. It's probably going to take a little while for this to get all cleared up. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. KPL. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como, taking a look at our top stories today, early this morning in Lafayette. State police now investigating after a shooting and a chase led to one person being hospitalized. The incident began shortly after midnight when Lafayette police responded to shots fired in the 100 block of Gilbo Road and noticed a vehicle speeding. Authorities say the two people inside refused to stop for the officers who followed them to the 400 block of Maryland Street where the two suspects jumped out and tried to get away on foot. Canine officers were able to catch one of the suspects, which police say resulted in an officer-involved shooting and LPD asking for state police to investigate. One victim was found in the area where everything began and is currently listed in stable condition for a single gunshot wound. If you have any information about the case, contact Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Speed cameras are coming to New Iberia school zones. The city has contracted with Blue Line Solutions to collect data on where the most speeding infractions occur. Once that has been determined, the cameras will be installed and become operational. That's expected to take six to eight months. Lafayette police have charged Corey Etienne with second-degree murder and the death of Megan Goins. Goins' body was discovered in her car last week on Stagecoach Road. Authorities say Etienne has an extensive criminal history and was arrested for three counts of first-degree murder back in 2020. Vermilion Parish deputies have arrested Tyrell Gorgon of Rain in connection with an armed robbery that was reported early Saturday morning at a convenience store in Abbeville. VPSO says Gorgon is also a suspect in a recent armed robbery in Lafayette Parish. State police say Stacy Bork of Rain was killed when the UTV, the UTV he was driving on uh, Riceland Road near Ridge Road was struck by a car about 1.30 Sunday morning. The driver of the car was taken to a hospital for treatment of minor injuries. The crash remains under investigation. State's favorite crustacean, it's not immune to inflation, and you should expect to pay $2 a pound more than last year. Brooke Thornton has more on an app that tracks the prices. It's high. There's no denying it. Lanny King is co-founder of the Crawfish app, which tracks prices of mud bugs and can also tell you who has the best price in your area. She says the retailers aren't to blame for the higher prices. When the bait prices double, the fuel increases, these farmers are incurring extra costs this year and it just trickles down to the crawfish consumers. But she believes prices will drop after Mardi Gras and when temperatures warm up. We'll get a little relief here, I think, in the next two or three weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Rates of COVID-19 cases and deaths surge among nursing home residents and staff nationwide, including here in Louisiana, because most residents and staff are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccinations. That's according to Director of Advocacy for the AARP, Andrew Mole. About 46.8% of nursing home residents and only 15% of staff were up to date on their vaccination, and that includes the booster. 
According to AARP's nursing home COVID-19 dashboard, cases among residents nationwide increased 57% towards the end of December. In Louisiana, resident cases went from 460 to just over 1,000, while staff cases went up from 245 to 533 during the same period. Moll says it's unfortunate. We've seen thousands upon thousands of residents and staff of nursing homes die due to COVID, and this is an issue that will not go away, especially if folks are not getting vaccinated and staying safe. Nursing home deaths nationwide increased by 14% during the end of December. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 3,626 nursing home residents have died from the virus, and 13 more died at the end of December. Mall says they'll continue to advocate for better safety measures. We're going to continue to urge the CMS to take whatever steps they need to take to increase those vaccination rates. Um, We think more action is necessary, and we're going to continue to build upon the steps that they've been taking. In the world of politics, there are now four announced candidates running for Louisiana governor this fall. Slidell State Senator Sharon Hewitt officially entered the race Friday, joining AG Jeff Landry, Treasurer John Schroeder, and Lake Charles attorney Hunter Lundy. Political analyst Bernie Pensionette. The race is starting to take shape. It's not finished. It will evolve, and more candidates will get in. Some of these will get out. So it's a typical Louisiana race. Attorney General Jeff Landry leads those candidates in fundraising for the race. His campaign reports over $5 million cash on hand, with well over a million in political action committee money, plus the backing and resources of the state Republican Party. Pensionette says it was a brilliant strategy, and fellow candidates are now forced to try to catch up. He outflanked his, his Republican potential opponents and now has a ATM machine sitting there where he can get literally unlimited cash to run for governor. At this point, Pensionette gives Landry a clear advantage in the race. He says perhaps Congressman Garrett Graves could be a formidable challenge, but has doubts Graves will run. So far, there are no declared Democrat candidates. Pensionette says the party of the left is running behind at this time. They should try to find a candidate, and they should try to be competitive, but trying to be competitive and actually being competitive in Louisiana is two different worlds. Democrat DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson may run, as may New Orleans Councilwoman Helena Moreno and State Democratic Party Chair Katie Bernhardt, but so far none have made it official. Residents of Rain might notice some discoloration in their drinking water over the next few days. A city contractor is troubleshooting the issue. City officials say despite the discoloration of water, the water is safe to drink and use as needed. Well, today, millions of Americans will pause to honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is a federal holiday, which means many government offices and schools will be closed. The post office will also be closed, as will many banks and many as many cities and communities across the region host MLK Day ceremonies, celebrations, and parades. Organizers of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival have announced their lineup for later this spring. The complete list of performers is available on our app. Jazz Fest kicks off on April 28th and will run through May 7th. You can find tickets and more at nojazzfest.com. Well, there was a Mega Millions lottery winner over the weekend. A single ticket sold in Maine matched the numbers needed to claim the $1.35 billion jackpot. Tonight's Powerball is an estimated $416 million. That drawing will be held at 10 p.m. tonight. And in the world of sports, former Saints coach Sean Payton will interview with teams this week as he decides whether he wants to return to coaching. Payton is still under contract with the Saints, and so if a team hires him, they'll have to send draft picks to New Orleans. See, general manager Mickey Loomis says they wish the best for Payton, but they'll also want to be well compensated.
He gave everything that he could possibly give to the New Orleans Saints and took us to heights that, uh, you know, the, the organization, the team never achieved before. So I absolutely want the best for him. But I also recognize that there's, he's a valuable asset. You know, his contract uh, is a valuable asset to our club, and, and it's our duty to maximize that. Four teams have received permission to speak with Peyton, the Broncos, Cardinals, Texans, and the Panthers. The Saints are coming off a 7-10 and 10 campaign and a second straight non-playoff appearance. But Loomis says he has no plans to tear down the roster and build it back up. I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. We have we have a, a really good defense with a lot of young core players on defense. You know, we have some some really good offensive players. And, and yeah, we got holes. We do. But I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that in my mind. Injuries have been a big problem for the Saints for two years in a row. Loomis says they're looking into it. You had a bunch of rib injuries this year, for example, that, ah, it's a, you know, that doesn't happen with this frequency. You know, we've had some foot injuries that more frequent than we've had in the past. So, yeah, we, we have to look at and say, hey, is there anything that, about these injuries that are common that we can prevent? Um, on the other hand, we've had, you know, fewer knee, inj knee injuries. Well, the playoff, Cincinnati used a 98-yard fumble recovery to down Baltimore in their NFL wildcard game last night. The Joe, Joe Burrow-led Bengals down the Ravens 24-17. The Bengals will face the Bills in Buffalo next Sunday. The Bills downed Miami 34-31 in their opening playoff game. The NFL's Super Wildcard Weekend is in the books with the exception of one game, tonight's NFC wildcard matchup between Dallas and Tampa Bay. The winner of that game will advance to face San Francisco next Sunday. The Eagles host the Giants on the other side of the NFC bracket. That game will be played on Saturday. And we mentioned MLK Day. Well, the NBA has a host of afternoon games on its schedule today as part of the holiday. Action tips off at noon Central Time as Boston faces Charlotte. Houston closes the day closes out the day at the Los Angeles Lakers tonight at 9.30. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Pelicans will be on the road to face Cleveland. That game tips off at 2. In high school basketball, the Calcasieu Parish School Board and the LHSA are looking into a fight that happened on Friday night during the Washington Marion Eunice High School basketball game. The Calcasieu Parish School Board released a statement saying there is no place for violence in schools or at sporting events, and they are cooperating fully with investigators. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today, which occasionally is going to be giving way to some light passing showers. We'll go with about a 40% chance for a little bit of rainfall out there. Nothing that's going to have a major impact on your day. Just a little bit of nuisance rain from time to time. Patchy sunshine possible later in the afternoon and evening. Temperatures are going to stay at about 75 degrees here for the high today. And lows tonight going to be in the mid-60s. Upper 70s for tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Fairly warm for the first half of the work week. Showers and thunderstorms going to be returning to the area on Wednesday. The occasional strong thunderstorm going to be possible as well. And need to be on the lookout maybe for an isolated case of some severe weather again. That will be for Wednesday. Slightly cooler back behind it. Still going to be a little bit warmer than average. So as we head into the weekend, another round of showers expected Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And right now, 65 degrees here at KPL. We were talking about sleeping. Look, with the sleep never bed i know this is why i don't have trouble falling just <laughs> falling asleep i have this great bed a sleep number bed is it's very different from a traditional bed 
And you have a ton of different options with the bed, too. The differences are a sleep number bed is all about what your sleep number setting is. It's individualized. So your number is what your body needs. So if you, let's say, end up exercising a lot, and normally the sleep number is on 40, but you can actually lower the number so that your muscles and your bones get cradled more for a couple of nights, and then you can set it back at your typical sleep number setting, and you and your spouse don't have to have the same number. So a sleep number bed is full of tons of technology like this. All you have to do is press a button to make different things change with your sleep number bed. And then in the morning, you'll get a sleep IQ score letting you know how well you slept. So whatever your issues are with sleeping, a sleep number 360 smart bed is going to iron out these issues. Today is the final day of an excellent sale. Okay. The queen sleep number 360 C2 smart bed, which is a great bed. I know because I have one. Is only $899, so you're going to save $200. Today's the last day of the sale. Plus, you can actually do special financing. There's free home delivery when you add a base. It's going to end today, though, so go to the Sleep Number store. It's right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey in the same shopping center as Whole Foods. Look, the reason we say that every good day starts the night before is because Sleep Number is that great of a bed. News Talk 96.5, KPL. right now, traffic. So as we're taking a look at what is happening in traffic, that same situation that happened, East Vero School Road. This is East Vero School Road, right over the railroad tracks by Hugh Wallace and then the Evangeline Thruway. So what happened was an 18-wheeler, the back of it got clipped by a train. The 18-wheeler did have, or what it seems to be at this point, didn't have enough clearance. So it got clipped by the train in the back. So just be aware that that is still being worked on and it might be quite a while. So just watch out in all of those areas this morning. Please be careful. It's coming up now on 850 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Brandon Como. With you this morning, and of course, we got more of the show coming your way a little bit later on tomorrow. We've got American Ground Radio coming up, your Fox Business Report. All of that is on the way this morning, coming up in just a bit. A couple of quick stories to get you out of here today. There's always wild news. Okay. Police in Ohio say that a young woman was so distraught After failing her driver's license test, she tried to run over the supervisor who gave her the failing grade. Thank God the driver instructor was okay. She did not hit the driving instructor, thank God, but apparently slammed the vehicle into the side of the DMV office. So I'm guessing this woman is likely going to have a lot of trouble ahead of her. Yeah, you know, you can't just go off and get all upset and get freaked out. Okay. A woman named Gail from California was in negotiations with a gentleman there to purchase his car. Okay, that's typical. A lot of us do that. 
So she asked the guy, hey, can I take this this car for a test drive? He was like, yeah. So she climbed into the car, drove to a nearby bank, robbed the bank, then brought the car back. Yeah, not a nice lady. She was in the process of paying for the car with cash that she had stolen from the bank when the police showed up at this guy's house. I mean, you just, you can't make this stuff up. Um, So yeah, not exactly the smartest move. Thankfully, they were on her trail right away, so they were able to get the money. What a mess. People are nuts. It's coming up now on 8.53. And in between the time when we get a chance to talk with everyone again, hopefully... We can try to love one another. Amen. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. This week, a bipartisan bill passed the House that would prevent the Biden administration from selling any more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to China. And it's just another example of how Biden has put America last. When it comes to energy independence, the Biden administration has become a hostile foreign occupying force, actively sabotaging our energy production, our pipelines, our refineries, not to mention food and material supply chains, all while blaming everyone else, from Putin to Trump to American businesses, even though this was all self-inflicted. Bottom line, our strategic petroleum reserves were not established so the Democrat Party could deplete them for their own political agenda. 131 Democrats voted for this bill, which begs the question, why did it not even come up for a vote when Nancy Pelosi was in charge? Return each weeknight with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Is claiming and is the Fox Business Report. Ride-hailing service says it's gotten approval from Chinese regulators to resume user registrations. The move put into one of the most high-profile penalties a tech company has ever been hit with by the country's vent. The South Korean president is talking about his nation's efforts to be carbon neutral by 2050, saying it would rely in part on returning to nuclear power. Tesla coming under fire in Germany over union concerns and allegations by workers of unreasonable working hours and fears over speaking out at its plant. And Italian energy giant Eni has announced what it calls a significant gas discovery offshore of Egypt in the eastern Mediterranean. The offshore area concession is operated by Chevron, which holds a 45% interest in it. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. It's Jessica here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-NEWSTALK-965. KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Republicans won't get what they want. 
I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. They won't get to see who's been to President Biden's Delaware home, where we found out this weekend even more classified documents were found from his time as vice president. We are learning there are no visitor logs chronicling who comes and goes from the president's house in Wilmington. An official at the White House Counsel's Office is telling me that like every president in modern history, a personal residence is personal in terms of uh, what Republicans on the Hill are asking for, a record of who may have been in the Wilmington residence and potentially had access to the areas where these documents were found, it does not appear that that exists. Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. And Nepal, they're searching for a few more plane crash victims. 69 bodies found so far. There were 72 people on board. Crews have recovered black box recorders to try to find out what caused the crash. It's up to at least 40 people dead in Ukraine and the rubble of an apartment building in Dnipro hit by a Russian missile strike over the weekend as the U.S. starts a training mission in Germany. To get a battalion of about 500 troops back on the battlefield in less than eight weeks, primed with strategic skills, better weapons and modern machine the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, says the so-called combined arms training will be vital in helping Ukraine defend itself and reclaim its land. That's Fox's Jonathan Savage. A college basketball player is in jail. Darius Miles has been kicked off Alabama's team as he and another man face capital murder charges. Now, this shooting occurred at 2 a.m. Sunday. Police say the two groups were on the Strip, a group of restaurants right near the university. They say there was a minor disagreement. And yet somehow a short time later, the two groups were in their vehicles and they exchanged gunfire back and forth. Fox's Steve Harrigan, a mafia boss who was a fugitive on the run for 30 years, captured in Sicily. America's listening to Fox News. I've had COVID. Me too. But I didn't know you could get it again. What? And if you're 50 or older. Or have a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. Getting COVID again could get really serious, even deadly. That's why getting an updated COVID vaccine is so important. COVID isn't going away anytime soon, but I can lower my risk. And I'm up for that. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. <laughs> the way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. Normally, we check Wall Street now on a Monday. Not today. No trading on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday after gains last week. The Dow rose 2%. The NASDAQ went up more than 4%. The Critics' Choice Awards were given out last night. Everything, everywhere, all at once. One best picture. This is really dedicated to the Evelyns, the Waymans, the immigrant parents who would kill themselves for us immigrant children to give us a better life. That's producer Jonathan Wang on The CW. Brandon Fraser won Best Actor for The Whale. Kate Blanchett, Best Actress for Tar. Better Call Saul got the award for Best TV Drama. Glass Onion, Best TV Comedy. Same old, same old at the box office. A sequel has now been on top five straight weeks. Avatar, The Way of Water, number one again, taking in just over $31 million in North American theaters. We cannot let you bring your war here. Outcast. That's all they see. I see you. 
James Cameron's blockbuster sequel has earned nearly 1.9 billion globally and a strong number two. Universal's killer doll horror film, Megan, pulled in $17.9 million in its second week in theaters. Third place goes to Universal's animated adventure, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, with just over 13 million. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. There's one more NFL playoff game on Wild Card Weekend tonight. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Last night, one for the record books. Right around Hundley, he reaches, throws that ball's out, that's live! Back the other way, Sam Hubbard! The Cincinnati kid! Hubbard's got a convoy! Chased by Andrews! At the 30, the 20, he will score! Sam Hubbard's 98-yard touchdown was the longest fumble recovery return in postseason history and a tie-breaking game winner in the Bengals' 24-17 victory over Baltimore and NBC earlier. The Buffalo Bills and New York Giants also won to advance. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest tax refund, plus a chance to double your refund with the Double Your Refund Sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal return ends 4223. It's going to be a cloudy start to the work week, although you will see those temperatures stay in those mid and upper 70s range. It'll be about 75 degrees out there for the high. Lows tonight going to be staying in the mid-60s with winds coming from the south at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. A 40% chance for a quick passing shower. Nothing that's really going to have much of an impact on your day. Just a little nuisance rain out there. And looking ahead through the rest of the week, quieter tomorrow, but a round of showers and thunderstorms going to be possible on Wednesday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAC. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome to Graffon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll Monday. Best day to work week. Got a chance to do it right that we got wrong last week. So anyway, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James retirement hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, like I said, your opportunity to be a voice. Well, the word is, getting back to the governor's race, the word is Garrett Graves to announce tomorrow, Wednesday, that he's going to jump into the race, which is fine. I, I don't care. Garrett has an a opportunity to run. And uh, the word is I'm getting he's going to run. You know, we've got to wait and see. They hadn't announced it yet, but that was the word. And it's – and it's in this – I'm fine with that. I don't know the man. Out of all the representatives I've ever had on this program in Congress, he's the only one – has never reached out to come on the program. Now, as soon as he announces he's going to run, we're going to reach out to him and put on the program. I want to know the big agenda. I want to know what, what he's all about. I know a lot of things about him. And I know I know he comes from a very elite family. I know, you know, he comes from a family that, uh, that, that enjoys the beauty of where his state's headed in the wrong direction. And I just, I, I don't, I look at Garrett as a different opportunity. Uh, I, I just think. The elite, I'm watching it. I've told it to you all. I explained. And Garrett, forget Garrett. It could be anybody. They're coming up with a plan, anybody but Landry, and they got to find a candidate. And they got to find a candidate who's not going to screw this, not going to screw the direction of the state, which is the wrong direction. It doesn't matter. And I'm going to prove it today again with that 
the John Bell George advocate does it again. Stephanie Gray's Ron Forche. They, I'm telling y'all, it's easy to watch what these people are doing. Most people don't watch it. I try to explain it on a daily basis that the system, the bureaucracy in the state of Louisiana, they won't want to change one thing, and they're not going to. And that's what it was, the election of Bell Edwards and the nice stabbing of Jay Darden in the back and Scott Angel in the back. We get to the Speaker of the House, we got Republicans, stabs, conservatives in the back, walk across and cut a deal with the Democrats. So we have a House Speaker who's a Republican who gave the power back to Bell Edwards and the Democrats because it's the system. And, and, and nobody wants to beat the system, especially the good old boys that have made most of their money or all their money dealing with state and local government. I, I, it's funny, I, I remember when uh, Edwin Edwards ran against Graves. You know, they're very wealthy, elite family. Okay? And Edwin Edwards said, when they were campaigning, he said, your daddy made a lot of money. I made him rich because of the government contracts. Nobody sees all that. Nobody cares about that because the elite in a state, the people who want this state not to change, who don't give a rat's rear end if people leave this state, they don't care about our migration. They don't care that Florida and Tennessee and Texas and these other states are kicking our butt. They don't care because they're getting filthy rich. That that's what that's what blows my mind. That's what just blows my mind. So Graves will probably announce he's going to run. He still has a long road to go before he can get to the top. But they're looking for the person. They got to have a person. They want a person so bad to beat Landry. I don't care if you like or dislike Landry. I'm not here to push Landry. I'm just taking it as a as a guy calling the ball game. I'm on the mic. I'm calling the game. They got the ball at the top of the key, the top of the key, pass to the post, the post back out to the top, the key to the three-point line. It's good. James hits a three-point shot. I'm calling the game is all I'm doing. I'm calling it as I see it. The problem is I got enough knowledge when I watch this. When I watch this, I know what's going on. But people have to get engaged. If you're going to allow Bell Edwards, the trial lawyers, the good old boy network, the John Alerios, the universities, if you're going to elect let these people continue to elect the top dog, then we're going to continue never to move forward. Ever. We don't even have a chance. You know, to, to go in the right direction, folks, you got to stop the vehicle going in the wrong direction. You got to shut it down. You got to stop it. You got to turn it around and make it go in another direction, the right direction. Not here in Louisiana. Bill Edwards proved that on steroids, on gas, on anything else, in the wrong direction as fast as he can go and go around because he made a lot of people rich because of federal money. And that's what we do here. And everybody else either moves out the state, figures out how to survive in this environment. We watch young people leave. We stay last in everything. And it's all because, well, we got the system has to come in and tell you who to elect, be elected for governor. They want to tell you who to elect. And the Bell George paper is telling you this, and they've been showing this for years now, what they want to do. So Graves is set to announce. Everybody, you know, how, how much do they hate Bobby Jindal in the news media? How much do the elite hate Bobby Jindal? Graves comes from Jindal. Graves is a descendant of Bobby Jones. That's a fact. It's just a fact. Not a cut. It's a fact. Okay? Who's going to support him? Well, I watch who lines up behind all these people. And if the system lines up behind you, your name could be Moon Graffon. I'm voting against you. 
Because the system has hurt us. It continues to hurt us. And everybody wants a moderate. Everybody wants somebody to go stand in the middle of the road and get their rear ends run over. Because a moderate does not move anybody forward in anything. A moderate compromises. Well, Moon, you got to compromise. Yes, and we've compromised our state. We compromise jobs. We compromise insurance. We compromise tort. We don't do anything. So now we got a guy, good-looking guy, smart guy. Don't lie. He's from the elite. He's from the same elite, and that's fine. When Garrett Graves comes on the program, all I want to do is talk to him. Don't y'all think he ought to come on this program? I think he ought to come on the program. I think he ought to spend time with me. All I want to do is talk to him. I'm going to get mad at him. I don't really know him. I met him one time. Guess where I met him at? A Donald Trump rally. And all these people are talking about a bad Donald Trump. We don't want a Donald Trump type person in there. Why was he at a Donald Trump rally? It was a popular thing to do. At the time, it was a popular thing to do. That's why I met him. You know? But the media wants a moderate. The media wants a moderate camp uh, a deal. I saw a letter to the editor today. Okay? Anybody but Landry. Everything. Everything is that. Okay, I'm going to share it with you in a second. The, the, the guy goes, <laughs> this is just a letter to the editor, but this summarized the thinking in the news media and how people think in Louisiana. You ready? It appears that uh, I urge Garrett Graves to run for governor. Now that none guess it is declared that he isn't in a race, it appears to me the only person who stands a chance to be Landry. And even though this is a red state, there are many Louisiana Republicans who are Republican centrists with conservatives, but not rabid principles. They, they need to alternate uh, an alternative to a far-right candidate. Graves is the moderate. Graves is the one to do it. Now listen to this. It appears that Landry's political principles more align with Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott of, of, of Texas. What's wrong with that? <laughs> See what I mean? This is somebody right up on a moderate. They don't want to be like Ron DeSantis in Florida where they prosper and their rear ends off. They don't want to be like Texas where they prosper and their rear ends off. This is this this person right. I'm not gonna mention the name. I'm not gonna mention Rick's name. This person right here wrote a letter to the editor and the advocate. This is our problem. We don't want to be like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott. No, you're right. We don't want to prosper. Forget that crap. We don't want to have a, a booming economy. We don't want to have where the lawyers can't take hold of everything. No. We don't want to have where all the good old boy network runs it into the ground. No, no, no. We want a moderate. We want somebody to get out there and get run over in the middle of the damn road. DeSantis and Abbott ought to endorse Landry, not not this. But but I, I just I just it's funny. It's funny to watch people who sit here and and cut Rick Abbott. I mean, I bet did Abbott win, Barney? What do you want about 10 points, 12? DeSantis won by 20 points in Florida. 20 points. Those people don't want nothing to do with moderates. They want nothing to do with the left. Because when you're moderate, you're really as far left as you're right. And you don't take a stand. 
And you don't have to stand for anything. Why is the state of Louisiana looking for elitists? And you can tell who the elitists are because the media is going to let you know. People will let you know. I read that and I laughed so hard because then I read Stephanie Grace, who doesn't have a clue. I don't even know if Stephanie Grace knows where she lives. Ron Foche the same way. But they're all writing the same stories that I've been trying to explain to y'all for years now, what's coming in the governor's race. I'm watching it. I'm just, I'm just calling the game. I'm just telling you what's out there. But you know who we vote for? Elitists. People that look good. People that speak well. People, people that, people that uh, when I say look good, speak well, that's what you're voting for. You don't care about their policies. That's all I mean by that. You don't care what they believe. You don't care if they ever stood up. You don't. And you beat on the ones, you beat up on the ones that may make a difference. You know? That's, that's what's going on. You know, Graves announced, I wish him the best of luck. I do believe and hope and pray he's going to come visit with me on a radio program. I'll do him a favor. I'll come to Baton Rouge and broadcast. He can sit in there as long as he wants to. I just want to ask him questions. What is your plans? What do you want to do? All these people are calling you to run. Do you want to run? Because here's the problem. We need somebody who wants to be governor. Wants to be governor. Not wants the title. Wants to be governor. So, Bernie, if they call, let us know. We're welcome to put him on. Got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Anyway, let's take a break. I'll come back and show you what the media is doing, and they're doing this. They've been doing this for so long. They're looking for the elitists. They're looking for somebody who understands all about big government and how good it is. And if it's going to be a Republican, they got to have a moderate. They're the ones using that term, not me. I'm just using it because they use it. Like this cat right here that wrote the letter to the editor. DeSantis and Abbott are bad. Yeah, you're right. This states are kicking butt. We don't want to be like them, do we? Take a break. Be right back. a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy. Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So. Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. This is Moon Griffon for Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Billy T is a fully certified Onan Generator Service Center serving all of Louisiana. Fast service that's done right the first time. Parts, sales, and custom installation. If you own an RV and want the best, an Onan RV generator installed, you got to go to Premier RV. Billy T's techs have decades of old name generator experience, and nobody in Louisiana has more. Sometimes your camping adventures take you way out in the woods, or maybe you're tailgating, and the only way to get power 
is an Onan generator installed correctly from Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Take it from me, Moon Graffon. I trust the folks at Premier RV, and so can you. From anywhere in Louisiana, you can call them, 337-233-7494. That's 337-233-7494. Or online at BillyT.com. That's BillyT.com. And folks, we're here today.